Certified, qualified West Side host, Steve Lucky Luciano. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, this is the greatest show on earth. Coming at you from the virus bunker. Sitting across from me is Chumahan Bowen, American Indian, elegant barbarian, Southern Californian, irritating the shit out of old blue eyes again. That's what I do. That's savage. You know what? That's my skill is driving Sean nuts. Because you're savage. I'm savage. I'm also like one of those guys that just focuses in on like a a unique uh, characteristic of somebody and then I blow it up. You know what I mean? Talking about blowing it up on sound is... Sean Lewis, certified audio professional engineer for the hard look show. A.K.A. Oh, blue eyes. Oh, blue eyes. Yeah. You know what we should do is we should, instead of doing electronic music, let's do a a, um, a Frank Sinatra. Yeah. Maybe we should be doing Frank Sinatra. We should. Maybe we should. Hey, uh, Sean, how do you feel about that? Frank Sinatra? Do you have one that you oh, like? Oh, blue eyes. Um... Yeah, I mean, I like my Frank, way. But I would, I wouldn't necessarily play it. I mean, that's uh, that's your, that's your, your our uh, perception of you for me. Yeah, what's <laughs> oh, your nickname? For me. I don't oh. call myself Old Blue Eyes. No, no, we call you Old Blue. Yeah, Eyes. but like, dude, we but, just got done man, talking. I got, but I got mad respect for Frank Sinatra. Mad. You better, you better. All right, hold on. Let's clean that up, good. Legend. Listen, okay, hey, hey, here we go. How about how about I mean, this? I'd be honored. <laughs> at the drop of a Frank's song. Here we go. Yeah. In honor of old blue eyes, because, you know, the the point of a nickname isn't that you give it to yourself. It's the no, people around that's you. That's right. You think Big right. Tiny was like, you know what? I I'm think I'm going to call myself Big Tiny. Hey, didn't we have someone on the show, though, that they they came up with their nickname? Who? I yeah, that's like, may, probably. Oh, I can't who? remember. I can't remember who it was. It was early. I know that. Yeah. Yeah. Old blue eyes doing it his way. Old blue eyes. And so I face the final curtain. Yeah. My friend. My friend. This is your final curtain. I'll say it clear. I'll state my case. I'll state my case. State your case. Of which I'm certain. Of which I'm certain. You think you're certain. I've lived. I've lived a life that's full. A life you that's have, you have, Sean. I traveled each. He oh, has traveled every highway, many highways, highway and, and most much more than this. this. Here we go, old blue eyes. He did it my way. I'm about to start crying. I fucking love old that blue eyes. That got me emotional, oh, blue eyes. All right, let's, let's that is an emotional song. Oh, very. Let's, he's about to cry. Yeah. No, it sounds it sounds like you know, he's at the end of his life. Well, he's Dude, reflecting. He's you know what? He's reflecting. And it, like much like you reflect. Right. Well, real quick, let's bring in um our our quick guest and then let's 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 have this conversation. This and, is actually sequel part two. Right. To my dear 
comrade, Mr. Trigger Joe. Welcome to the show, Trigger. What's up, Joe? Picking it up where we left off. If you, uh, yeah, Hard if you were listening Look to it. part one. I told you, hold your horses, keep your panties on. Oh yeah, that we're gonna Sit finish tight. up this journey. Yeah, with big tricks. Yo, yes. What? Mm. Uh. So what you got, Juwan? All of a sudden, I got distracted by this beat. Yeah, <laughs> I can't fucking. <laughs> what? Oh, what? Hey, it, uh, Oh, look at Trigger Joe's Crip Walk. What? <laughs> what? Um, yeah, so, you know. Oh, Trigger Joe. Always see walking. <laughs> Trigger Joe. He's, he do, he's the only guy, Trigger Joe's the only guy that I've ever seen mix uh, Crip Walking with Moonwalking. <laughs> um, uh, Trigger, did, did you give yourself that name, Trigger Joe? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. So, so Sean, as we were kind of entering the show, you were like, I didn't give myself the name on Blue Eyes. But we did because is it is there any doubt that Sean's got like maybe the most fucking beautiful fucking blue me- eyes? Yes. And Sean, isn't isn't it true that there's been a lot of women who have sucked your dick because of those blue eyes? <laughs> <laughs> isn't that true? He found one to have a baby with him because of his blue eyes. No, no. Tell the truth, Sean. Dude, Sean, no, I don't think so. I Sean, don't think the eyes. Dude, dude, listen. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. So, your I'm gonna tell you. So, so first of all. Uh, Sean, okay, in the high school era, mm-hmm. dude, he had a lot of broads because he kind of looked like back then, mm-hmm. he kind of looked a little Marky Markish. Oh, snap. Right, Sean? Am I wrong? <laughs> uh, no, you're not wrong. See? And there was a girl across the street that, that, that ducked his sick, right? And she even drew like a giant... Sick. John, drew a giant... Fucking, what was that? Sean, tell that story. What what happened? Remember that girl? Drew a what? What are you talking about? (laughs) Remember when she drew something? Didn't somebody draw something like, I love Sean in chalk? How come every time Chumahan brings up a story, you're like, (laughs) what? What? (laughs) What are you talking about? Dude, and then we come to find out that it's true. Over at Matt's house, remember yeah. uh, King Santa? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. But okay, do you hold on? Ta- I know who you're talking about, but I don't remember her drawing anything. She did. You said she wrote something on the road in chalk. It was something like, I love Sean, or, or she drew a dick, or something like that. <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah. Who does I, that? I, I, I was. <laughs> I was sure so jealous. No, I'm yeah. not sure. <laughs> you know what? Was you know what? Was the dick do- blue? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what we need to do is we need to bring we need to bring King Salmon in because yeah. King yeah. Salmon will remember some of these things. It's a lot we- of weird stuff okay. to be happening over there. Bro. No, <laughs> this girl was so into Sean before she even uh, ducked his sick. Was that she was like putting her initials plus his initials on like the pavement in the in the street chalk portraits of his children. I was so I was so jealous, dude. I was a fat kid watching watching Sean pulling these broads, dude. And he even had a, and dude, he had another broad. Uh, I won't say her name, but uh, what was she, Sean? She was like Arabian or something like that. Or? She was Indian, yeah. Ooh, Indian. dude. Yeah. And she would just come over to the apartment with one thing on her mind and leave. 
Those blue eyes were all. Oh, around. those blue eyes. Yeah. When he gets blue balls, they turn even bluer. <laughs> <laughs> like the more, the more violet turns to blue. Violet. <laughs> you can tell when he hasn't had any because his eyes are just sparkling. Sparkling blue. <laughs> They're sparkling blue all the time lately. So I call him. So so at the end of Trigger Part One, mm-hmm. right when we. Listen to this. So at the end of Trigger Part 1, right, when we're like, hey, old Blue Eyes, you got anything to uh, plug, right? Uh-huh. Okay. It, he was kind of pissed off at that. Because you woke him up out of his sleep? <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. And he's blaming me. Of course. But listen, he's- Somebody's got to get the blame for right. that. Right. Yeah, well, I'm, hey, look at the squeaky wheel gets the oil. Yeah. All right. So then I, I'm sitting there and I'm like, well, so wait, can I try to call him on the- and I go, well, what's going on? And he's like, well, I mean, all you had was the um, right? I, I answered it and said, um, and, and all you had to say that I sound like I woke up was the um, right? And I was like, mm, now nah, you did kind of sound, yeah, right? Am I triggered? Did he sound groggy? I got it. <laughs> right. I go, I don't think you know how you sound sometimes. Yeah, like, nobody's making it up. We all heard it. Right. It's somehow, though, and I go, and, and he goes, yeah, but he's like, I thought it was a reach. He started doing comedy critique, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then he tells me, like, um, he goes, I think it's, it's, it's reaching. And then, then this is what it is, dude. I said, yeah, m- maybe. Maybe we put a little extra sauce on it because we're running a show. It's part of the shtick. And mm-hmm. he's like, ah, like a, like a, like a, like a lawyer. Dude. Yeah. Sh- ah. Sean Cochran. Mm-hmm. Sh- Sean, so far, have I misrepresented anything? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you did misrepresent the fact that I wasn't, I wasn't pissed off. Okay. You weren't mad. What would you say you were? Irritated. <laughs> Uh, well, no, red and irritated. Like it doesn't need to happen. Like you don't have to. Eat. The little red and irritated, huh? No, wait, wait, Sean. So you were just kind of like just discussing it. You weren't necessarily upset, right? Okay. Okay. All right. Very good. Thank you. Sore. So he was sore. He was. He. he <laughs> like I said, it was a little irritated. His eyes sparkled just a little less. All right. So, so then I go, I go, but, but dude, Sean was cross-examining me. I, that's, and that's why I wanted to get, hurry up and get on the thing. So Sean, the I box. said shtick, right? And then you go, aha, excuse me, shtick. Shtick. Right? Shtick. And then you, you want him, it was, what was it that you were saying? I'll be nobody's shtick. Do you remember what, where we were going with that line of questioning, counselor? Yeah, it was uh, that I had a role to play. Okay. And, and what did you think the role was? Well, I mean, every time I open my mouth, it's like, ah, it's pointed at and, um, and you know, and there's some, some laughter or whatever. So, so that's my role. So Sean, and I said to him, I go, wait, 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 wait a second. I'm like, yeah, I could kind of see how you think that now you're the role that you've been assigned is the guy that everyone clowns when you open your mouth. But I, and then I'm like, yeah, but. What about Bobby Hundreds? You asked that great question, and all we did was compliment that question. Right, right. And he's like, yeah, but that was Bobby Hundreds. That was when I was talking to Bobby Hundreds. And then I told him, I'm like, um, you know, there are times, but it's partially because you do clam up. It's your awkwardness. He's got an and awkwardness. And we catch it, and we, and, we, and we caught a little bit on it. So uh, I don't I, think that's your role, bro. You're not the heel, the bunt. Of of the comedy and jokes and all that, man. It's just that sometimes you do kind of like, you know, you get a little bit tightened up and clammy and a little bit, you know. And so we kind of pick up on it. And I guess it's kind of, 
you know, it's all in it's all in good fun, bro. I love he you, right, Sean. Okay. Are you, do you believe you Sean? Do you believe that, or what's really going on in your mind? Sean's a, Sean's a very complex individual inside. I would say that if it's my perception that I'm the heel of the show, then it's my perception. <sighs> Boy, that mm. sounds very legalistic. What does that mean? What are you saying with that, Sean? That's a very carefully crafted statement. Like. <laughs> Um, what do you? So, what are you asking specifically? I'm asking you. <laughs> he's real careful about yeah, he's the way he talks. He bro. was like, he was like, <laughs> I am saying that if I perceive that I'm the heel of the show, then that's my perception. Right. There has that's not a real that what you're basically saying is. I'll take a look. I at accept that. it. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll take a look at that. <laughs> but I don't hear. Okay, listen. Here we go. So, in personality type, Sean and I have been through various courses together actually mm -hmm. and we've determined that we're both different various types right mm -hmm. so i'm what they would call a promoter or like an expressive meaning that i'm real great at spontaneity being in the moment being mm -hmm. excited getting everyone else pumped up yeah right yeah okay and you know a uh, big pick mike listens to my Instagram in the morning when I'm running. He gets pumped up. Mike, that pump you up? Yeah, Skippy. All right. <laughs> and Steve, you would be like a controller, which is a guy that's used to being in charge, mm -hmm. right? Doesn't, feels like he's got to kind of like do all, a lot of the stuff and, and is trying to get to some place and achieve something. Absolutely. Right? Uh, Sean is, Sean, what are you? Sean's a wizard of Oz. Mm. I say, Sean, <laughs> what are you? You're dropping out for me. What personality uh, type a, are you? I'm a supporter. Oh, okay. Bridged, right. I'm bridged and an analyzer. analyzer. Right. Okay. What that means is Sean's naturally diplomatic, right? right, right okay. Right. Does that, does that, does that? Absolutely. Oh, okay. 1,000%. And so as a result, and he's also, go ahead. What'd what? you say? You are Repeat diplomatic. Diplomatic. Okay. Right? Is that wrong? Sure. Okay. Oh, okay. Good. All right. So far, so good. He's bridged. He's almost equally an analyzer, which is the type of person that likes to think through something before they do it. Mm -hmm. Right? Sean, yeah. am I, am I yes. getting somewhere? Yep. All right. Uh -huh. God damn. So, 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 so when Sean says something like, well, if it, if it's my perception that I'm the heel, then it's my perception. His natural tendency is to cover up a confrontation. He doesn't want to confront. His natural tendency is not to confront. And that statement is an if-then statement. Mm -hmm. And in logic, if-then can be independently true without somebody actually getting behind it. If the car is red, then it's red. If it's my perception that I'm the hill, then that's my perception. Actually doesn't really admit or say anything. Mm. Sean, do you hear that? You hear that, Sean? Okay, I think right. even the okay is a is is a tacit like. Well, I'm listening to what you're saying. I'm not sure I buy into. Still it. analyzing. Absolutely, right. you're absolutely <laughs> right, Trigger. Those 15 years did not go to waste, my brother. You got a fucking double brain. So, Sean, I guess what what we're trying to convey to you is that you're not as you as okay. Let's say it's not your perception. You're not the heel. Do you really feel that or not? Yeah. Okay, so you're not then. No, I feel that. You feel that you're the heel. Yeah. Okay. 
So, and you are basing this off of the evidence that you've seen up to this point, which it's like, well, every time I say something, uh, it seems like it's turned into a joke. Right. Okay. Now, let me ask you from your analyzer perspective, right? How, is, how would you rate your ability to analyze the evidence? Like, have you analyzed the evidence properly? Or do you feel like you've maybe not looked at it objectively enough? Uh, are you asking me to rate my analysis? Well, I'm asking you, do you think you're, you've, fuck, dude, did you really evaluate the evidence objectively? Um, sure. Yeah. See, that's I mean, not, I'm, go, I'm going off of what I feel. Yeah, but I is feel. that, so that's what's my emotional now. state, that's how I, what I go off of. Okay, so then let me ask you from your analyzer side, is is uh-huh. your emotional state good evidence? Um, yeah, I think so. Is emotional states ever fallible? Can they ever be we're mistaken? Talking about, we're talking about if I feel no. like... No, I'm asking you, okay, fine. A, are you, right? Do you believe you are the heel of the show? No. Oh, well, so then you feel... Okay, great. Then, then we're all in agreement. We're all in agreement. Now let's get on with the Trigger Show. Okay. Well, all right. All right. I'm sorry about that. No, nah, but the this listeners need to and know. They do need to know. And I love you, yeah, Sean. And you don't. Oh. And, and Sean, <laughs> you don't, don't need to go. We, Sean, see, we don't need to go down this route. We don't have to. Sean, you don't we feel like do you're the trigger the show. And Trigger could be the the. Uh, the complete focus of episode two on his own show. No, no, and we no. don't have to go down this route. You know what I'm saying? He's a little bit upset, and I and, I, and you got to know what I, you want to actually. Do a little I'm bit for, uh, not upset. I'm uh, well, not you're a little bit. You're a little bit. You you know. Uh, okay. That's your okay. That's your perception. Okay. But what I will say is, <laughs> I was going to say, I actually this time uh, I actually support you on it. I support you on it. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I do. You, if you're frustrated right now, I think you have reason to be frustrated, and I think what you're the valid points that you're bringing up, and um, and I will be on my p's and q's to no, make sure that no, you are no, not the no, buck. No, 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 no. We don't. No. We don't. Don't you don't have to change anything. I'm gonna be conscious. Conscious. Ah, uh, uh, that's not what I want. Yeah. I don't want you to like brother. alter. Your... No, not alter, brother. Uh, brother, I, I got your back. Partner. No, listen, 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 listen. Everybody, including you know Steve, everybody, calm the fuck down. I, <laughs> where I was going with this was, and we're gonna get to it, and we're, then we're gonna move on to Trigger because yeah. you're right. This is Trigger Part Two, not yeah. Old Blue Eyes Part One. But here's well, the it sure sounds like Old Blue Eyes <laughs> Part One. Let me tell you, this is I'm got t- my guest over here playing with pencils in his phone. No, no, no. Trigger was cut. Ca- was chiming in. Okay. We were getting yeah, some. Yeah, he yeah. was like, I don't Trigger know. Trigger was being yeah. kind. He, no. Yeah. He what? No, Trigger. I I can't remember what he just said, but he pointed out something that was real okay. good. All right, look. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, and then we'll get to it. Okay. All right, listen. All right, everybody, just okay. Fuck! I just forgot what. No. Yeah. No, no. This is audio gold. What we just went through is audio gold. Cause that might have been the most. That Sean has said? <laughs> Ever. Ever. Yeah. And it was illuminating, and it was honest, and it was open, and, and he was freer with his conversation. That's all we generally One ju- thing we know, me and you, Chumon, yeah. is we know how sharp 
And how much this guy's got to say. No, that, but that's, the world will never know. That's what frustrates us. And yeah. then the other part of it is, is the evidence, any evidence that Sean's basing it on is so limited because he doesn't talk as freely. As a result, it, it, like me, you just clown me for having a bad joke on the last show, the Shaliqua joke. Sure. Right? The infamous Shaliqua joke. I'll sure. probably never hear the end of that. <laughs> People will be DMing me all day. How Shaliqua? And I have to cut you off when you get on some weird dick shit. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I'm all about weird dick. That's yeah, all I can tell you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So then, we, <laughs> what weird dick shit? You do some weird dick shit. <laughs> you got a little bit too much conversation about cock, bro. Really? I'm like, hey, bro. This is, uh, come on, bro. Listen, I mean, I don't know, but I've been playing with it for like 80 years. So what the fuck you want me to tell you? All right, but here's the point. The point is, is that for every bad joke, I've said about 10 things. For every bad joke, you've said 20 good ones. All right. But my point is, is and same with you. For every weird thing that you might have said right. or weird noise. I've never done anything weird. What are you talking about? I don't know. We, we got, <laughs> there might be an intervention done on the eating on the show. There's, okay, yeah, yeah. We're getting yeah. a lot of. We're cleaning the teeth on the show. Oh, my God. We want to make a beat out of that. We want to make yeah. music. All right. <laughs> a lot less of that, Sean, these days. No, but my point is, is that. Is there? <laughs> I was hoping you were going to say, yeah, there is. Oh, you had his bag, Steve, but he yeah. didn't have yours. Yep, yep, yep. He put, it hung me out to dry on that one. He was like, oh, mm. and yeah. he did it He's the old Sean way. He's stabs, yeah. I thought we were good. He, he did it the old Sean way. Oh, is there? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, I threw a little high heel out there. Yeah, exactly. But my point is, is that you and I throw out so much shit that whatever kind of weird one comes up, it's not the defining one because there's a bunch of other shit going on. Yeah. With yeah. Sean, sometimes it's a limited amount. It's a limited right. amount. All right. Yeah. There we go. Okay. Now, listen. Everybody, uh, let's get back let's on get back. track. We were, so to bring you up to speed, um, we had Trigger, and Trigger had kind of taken us through growing up, <laughs> if you listen in part one. Right. You know, his, his uh, adolescence and his teens and kind of finding his way on a few different paths. Not only artistically and creatively, but you know, and, you know, down some other paths as well. And right, like kinda, like down a path in the sh- in the city at a high speed chase, at a hundred and thirty mile an hour. Cops chasing after you. Yeah. yeah, right. You fucking that was a track. That wasn't a path. That was a trek. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. blowing through fucking metro he was train making stops. His own road right, cops. Yeah. Fucking, they couldn't even put the fucking strips out to stop him fast enough. The guy took a prelude uh, up to light speed. Took a, you know, ended Grand up taking auto. a plea and uh, and went went up to prison. You know, so got a got a prison term. Right through all this and yes. And so, Triggs, let me ask you. Yes, sir. Oh, what year was that? Because I met you on that term. What year did you end up paroling from Lancaster? Uh, when I met you, I believe I believe it was in 99, 1999. I paroled in two thousand two. So 2002, you got out. And as I mentioned a little earlier in the show, me, you, and Tiny all linked up yes. um, when you were yes, out. We and we were talking about, you know, we were talking about, that, yep. Does that sound they familiar? They let them out. Familiar. Yep, very. <laughs> up, up, there he goes. Thanks. And I think at this point in time, there, I think at this point in time, I might have just begun the path with like famous yeah, you okay. gave, you gave me uh, some gear from them. I think Tiny had just painted the mural inside the Wasted Youth store. Uh, store, right? And because uh, I went to the shop to see, I went to the Wasted Youth and saw you there too. Right. Hey, did right. you right. see right. Polly B? Did you meet Polly B? 
No, my I partner. didn't get a chance to. He was just he was just talking all to right, me. All right. Right. Um, so I think at that point in time, and I'm gonna let you continue, but I wanted just to draw a picture for the listener. I think at that point in time, the three of us that were busted, now the three of us are out, and there's like, it it's starting to come together on some areas for me. Um, Tiny is starting to build a name. Um, Trigger gets out and kind of sees this dichotomy, you know, the dynamic of How this. How long was Trigger down for on that on that one? I did uh, four years. On, All right. On that. that was my second term, actually. Yeah. When I met when I met Lucky and Tiny, so I did four years. Got out. Did they did they take did Tiny and Lucky take you on the town and fucking throw a steak down your stomach? Yeah, or? we went and grew, we ate on Melrose. Yeah. Hey, yeah, what'd you guys eat? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Shit, what do we have? I think we got some drinks and I think we I had some calamari. I know I had oh, some calamari. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. I think yeah, we were at the time. Because he, he took me, he was like, You like calamari? I was yeah, like, Yeah, he yeah. Goes, I know yeah. the spot right here. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we were across you know, the street luck, to Luna Bella. We, we, oh. couldn't even, we couldn't walk down the street and everybody was running up. All the females were running up on luck, hugging oh, them, kissing them. Oh, was, he was doing it. It's crazy. And half of them, he doesn't even want. He's like, Somebody, I used to roll with Steve back in the day and I had a thing for African American women and they would just be, they would take their vagina out and then just throw it on him and he would like bat it away and I would try to catch it and, and I could never caught it he'd be like they'd be like you got it so at that point in time in, in my head I'm thinking this picture is so hopeful for Trigger right we're showing him enough right now that's going to pull him in. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't even a question. He, like, made it through that as we had all made it through. Right. And here we are. And there were, like, there wasn't a, a at least on my part, a solid plan. I just knew we were all going to start mm-hmm. supporting each other in this world. It makes yeah. sense. You guys made it through something. Sure. It was a close call. It could have been way worse. Mm-hmm. And now you guys have a second chance. Right, and you guys right. can support each other, and, and you got he, something going. And he's yeah. seeing it though. Right, he's not, we're not sitting down talking about it. It's the story, seeing times. Yeah. yeah. So, kind of trigs take us from there, man. Uh, well, t- I started, I started, uh, uh, you know, meeting up with Tiny a little bit more, and you know, we started. At, I think he had just opened up that uh, his, you know, graphic studio. Mm-hmm. And, right. Um, I believe it was cartoon. Uh, you guys plugged them in with um, them dudes from Bushido, I think, in Japan. Right. Yeah, I brought them so up. Tiny there. called me down for that. Uh, we sat down. We met with them. We, we, you know, we, we made a deal with them to do some some images for them, and um, they figured out that we both tat. At that point, they only knew Tiny knew how to, you know, do like web design and stuff like that. Right. The the computer graphics. Um, they see my head, you know. They see me all blasted. They comment on it. I tell them Tiny's the one who did it. They tell Tiny, oh, you know how to tat? He's like, yeah, this guy's the one who did my artwork. Right. Oh, you both know how to tat? Yeah, okay, so look, we don't even care about the artwork. We want you guys (laughs) in Japan. Right. You know, so that's where the... That's where things started to come together because he had already met up with you and you guys did a few things together and I'm out now and... You know, he gets this opportunity through through a, a cartoon sending them guys his way or whatever. Mm-hmm. He calls me down. I'm going to have this meeting. I want you here. 
So fast forward to us getting our passports so we could fly to Japan. You're I, going to Japan. I was going to Japan, mm. right? Mm. And um, I believe we were scheduled to go in like September. And I picked up this last term uh, a month before that. I, I, I caught my term in August. So from there is where, Hold on. you know, the, Hold on. the whole Hold path on. changes. Hold <laughs> the yeah. fuck on. So you, you got to, ch- how many times before that had you been to Japan? Never. Right. So in your mind, right, mm-hmm. you're getting a passport. You're thinking about sushi. You're thinking about a little, you know, massage that goes the whole thinking way. Thinking about geisha girls. Yeah, guys. yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. You're thinking about the whole nine yards, right? Yes, you are. Motherfuckers yeah. fucking moonwalking to the airport. <laughs> right? You motherfucking do a little shuffle on toes down. Toes curling up. Oh. Yeah. A bunch of toes curling He might not come back. He might show up at the airport with, with, with a, a wife and a kid or something. We don't know what he's going to do. Right, right, right. All right. So... So, but um, so, how do you go from you know tuna in Tokyo to right before that you get diverted? Uh, I had a, I had an incident. I had an incident. Uh, I was out late at night and uh, ran in, ran into some some people at a at a liquor store. Right. And and uh, you know one thing led to another and and. The, the end up results of that was me being uh, charged for in the beginning for three attempted murders. In the in the in the instance that 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 sort of things one when things were leading to another mm-hmm. at any time during that process did it occur to you like I might be fucking something up here or was it so fast that you didn't have time to think? Well, you always have time to think because you react on what you're thinking about. Right. My decision was just, you know, it, it led me down a, a different path, you know. But I, I'm, you know, like, I don't believe that that people don't think about what they're doing. They might not take accountability right then and there for what they're thinking about doing, you know. Right. But I'm thinking at that moment in time, like, if this guy does this move, I'm doing this move. I got to watch this guy and I got to keep an eye on this guy over here. So... Everything else that we tell the next person, like, well, weren't you thinking about this or weren't right. you thinking? No, I wasn't because right. you were thinking that's about what's when in front you're of you. literally right. in the moment. Right. And when you're in the moment, that's what you're thinking about. So then as one thing is leading to another, you're really thinking about, in, in a sense, maybe we could put it like self-defense. It's boiling down to that. you know? Right. And you do have a choice to walk away. You have, you know, that that fight or flight syndrome kicks in where some people will will walk away or or run away you know Mm -hmm. some people choose to stand their ground so when that choice came to you right there was Mm -hmm. a choice then stand your ground or walk away let's Mm -hmm. say right Mm -hmm. and let's preface it by also saying that sometimes walking away turning your back ain't gonna stop anything true okay Mm -hmm. that's also that's also a reality right yeah yeah okay at that point though when you're making that that's another fork in the road steve Mm-hmm. All right. When you're making that, when that comes down, what do you think your? So did you choose to student stand your ground? Well, yeah, I stood there. Right. So what? Being honest now, cutting all the shit mm-hmm. aside, all the fucking music and all the jokes and mm-hmm. all of 
blue eyes is fucking you know analysis insecurities <laughs> no analysis yeah. and, just know, playing blue eyes <laughs> and, you know and, and Chumahan's bad jokes and yes. Steve's you know uh, wow. eating all that set aside okay. and we're all equal here you know including Shaliqua including Shaliqua, Shaliqua. <laughs> big big pick Mike and his overly aggressive knife right all that aside mm. okay um, what was the decision to 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 stay standing there based on? Uh, shit, my ego. At the end of the day, why else do you stand your ground? You know, mm-hmm. if it, if if your decision is you standing your ground when you have an opportunity to walk away, that's your ego talking to you. You know, right? There's times when you can't walk away, like you said, you can't turn your back. Whatever you're gonna have to do, what you have to do, but. If you have that opportunity to walk away and you don't, it's because you chose not to, you know? So at that moment, you weren't going to be... And I wasn't going to back down, period. That's just the bottom line. Right. Like, I've never been that type of person. That is ego. That is ego. And that boils down to my ego. All right. Okay. So whatever leads to whatever, and then at what point do you realize, ah, shit, I'm not going to Japan? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Not at that moment because right, right, right. I, I mean the circumstances of whatever happened was like I didn't even know what dude was hit. Right. So to me it was like I shot at him, they backed up, you know, they're going their way, I'm going my way. I don't know he's even hit until I get swarmed. And you know How li- how much again later? there I go on a high pursuit chase, but when they've rolling up and you know, I'm knowing already like, okay, these dudes are rolling up on me, you know, it's for a reason or whatever. I'm thinking it's because I shot at these dudes. I'm not knowing it's because he's hit. Right. You know what I mean? Because yeah. in the, uh, is in this, the is process this, uh, of everything happening, dude got up, stood, we talked. I told you know, hey, back the fuck up or whatever. And he's like, hey, I'm cool. I don't want to apologize. All right. Get the fuck out of here and I'm going to leave. And I drove off. But I'm not knowing that he's hit. Right. That's the So I didn't up. skirt out and try and run none of that. I just drove How off. How much longer are you getting swooped on? Uh, probably... About eight minutes later. Eight minutes later. So I mean, I could have been, I could have been gone. Gone, right? But you didn't think there was any reason. The freeway was only twenty seconds from the store, and I went in the opposite direction. You know, so if I would, like, if it was my intent to to take that person's life or do, you know something in that manner right i would have jumped on the freeway right Right. so 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 the way it was was you guys clashed a little bit words were said and then it's like okay truce we're out yeah that's how i thought it was after you know because like i said we we both had what time of night what time of night is this this is like i'll say about 1 2 in the morning right and the freeways are clear what are you on the 110 101 uh the 605 we would have been near by the 605 i'm you know half a block away if i wanted to jump on and, the and so grandma, would, grandma would say you ain't got no business out on the streets after yeah, 12 o'clock ain't that, nothing good yeah. going on in the streets after 12, right and That's so then, and so yeah, then you're driving and then all of a sudden you see the red lights behind you i'm on three sides of me mm-hmm. you know and it seemed like they and came then out of the, nowhere the natural reaction was to here we go again another <laughs> High pursuit chase. You know? <laughs> Hell yeah! Do, do what I do, it's, it's right? It, you know? So then you fucking you hit the you hit the gas. How long does that spe- high speed chase take? Oh, uh, <laughs> mm. uh, <laughs> yeah, 
again. Uh, a little bit longer than that. Yeah. <laughs> but that it actually didn't didn't last too long. Okay. Know, like, like, uh, uh, like again, I wasn't aware they were already coming, so you know they they were able to pretty much cut me off. That's when you needed the prelude. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I was in a in a truck, you know, <laughs> oh, dodge ramming. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You ain't getting too far, you know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so so uh, how did they get you to stop? Uh, they didn't get me to stop. Uh, uh, I stopped, crashed, you know, crashed again. Oh, okay. Again, you know, like, what did you hit? Did you hit like one of those yellow things? I hit a curb. Ah. That curved. I see. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just going too fast, couldn't slow down enough. You know? I've always wanted to run into those yellow bins <laughs> that are right the before. Water in oh, the water. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. They absorb all your, your I impact. just want, you know, like, I want to buy, like, if I get rich enough, I'm going to buy a car and I'm going to fucking just drive. Run them into them buckets. Hell yeah, just one time, just to see what the fuck. Use a diesel. He yeah. would have been, see, if the trick was from my neighborhood, we would have got the nickname Speedy or something like that, dog. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. Fast and furious. Right yeah. here. Okay, so and then obviously after your second high speed chase, they figured out that you knew how to drive a car really fast, and that's when the CIA called you up <laughs> to drive some fast cars in Hong Kong to uncover uh, some kind of spiring, yeah, right? That'd be cool. Uh, that didn't happen. Though, right? <laughs> that didn't happen. Right, okay. Right. Just checking, because you know, if you watch enough movies, you think if you can drive a car fast, somehow you're gonna be fighting terrorism in Russia. Yeah. So they so they get you you got a gun. Mm-hmm. So they got you for that, evading three attempts, as you said. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, just from saying it, it sounds like doesn't sound good. Sounds like about no. 150, 200 years off that, the top. It, you know? Give or take, give yeah. or take. Right. It sounds like a, you know when you explain it like that, it sounds like why even have a child? I mean, right, right. Wait, and that's what they're thinking, uh, right? Yeah. And it's the ex felon. Right. So there's priors, this is double easy. strikes. And the, the, the. Yeah. So what is this all looking so like? Yeah, did, yeah. What is this looking like by the time you're getting booked in? So it only took one trial, right? Like it was an easy slam dunk. The judge laughed all the way down the the thing. <laughs> yeah, no, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't. No. What in happened? the beginning, actually, I, I again, I had three attempts. I had the three attempt murders. Um, I had the gang enhancement. I had the ex-con with the gun. Uh, the evading arrest, obviously. Um, when I went, when I went to my first arraignment, they postponed the arraignment. I didn't know why. They called me back. When they do arraign me, that's where the murder came in because that's the first time my victim passed away uh, within like a week. It didn't happen the same night. Right. So they waited to see what his outcome was going to be and being that he passed away that's when they filed on me with the murder and the two attempts and the other enhancements so that's when uh was that even the attempts to me were i mean that's just real right but there's always you know i'm from the hood i'm from the street at that time it's like all right we just get somebody get at these fools tell them to fucking get ghost you know right happens all the time right But someone passed away, so I know that changed now, you know? Yeah. So that's that's where... Was that a shock to you when you heard that? It wasn't a shock. It's an eye-opener. It's a... It's a um, I mean, you can't go into shock, so it can't be a shock. You don't let it be a shock. You know, right. It's just something. Now you're going to deal with it. You know, you made your bed, and you got to lay in it. But uh, um, I made a decision right there that, you know, I, I, it's... Now it is literally trust no one. 
because I know I'm by myself now. Damn. I know, you know, like, doesn't matter what's existing in this universe. It's just me now against the universe. The itself, system. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that, that's where things for me changed, you know, like my perspective, how I look at life. You know, everything that I'm going to do from that point on was, you know, uh, doing what Blue Eyes is doing. You analyze everything now. You know, yeah. I was forced to be that way. Mm-hmm. And I'm that type of individual now. I analyze everything. Yeah. You know, conversations, movements, everything. You know, that's just... And that that is something that, because I tapped into that understanding... It helped me with the art because I analyze everything that I look at when I draw too. You know well, what I mean? was it about how the events turned out, right? What was it about that that caused you to switch and pivot in your thinking? I'm fighting for my life. You're fighting for your life now, you know. So it became I mean, real. You're, you're, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you're, 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 I'm facing now. I'm like you're facing multiple life sentences. A life sentence is a death sentence, you know what I mean? So yeah. you're fighting for your life now. That's it. There's nothing else to it, you know? Like, it's, it's just a, um, you're just a survival mode now that kicks in, you know? So everything about you, your your thinking, your emotions, everything is heightened. Right. You know, thousand times more, you know what I mean? So for me, it just became, I've always been, like I said, someone that looks at things, sees the bigger picture or whatever, and now my picture just got you know huge so then uh so then so what do they do they they have a trial or what do they, they, ha- they they charged me with the murder um the murder the two attempts the gang enhancement the ex-con with the gun i did go to trial um who's your attorney my attorney was uh, joseph gutierrez was he a very, good very, attorney very good attorney yeah very good attorney honest man. how did you find him I didn't find him. Uh, I had a, a friend who was going through the same thing that I was going through. Yeah. Uh, he had a, a, a murder charge, but in the end, he was ultimately, ultimately convicted of a justifiable homicide. But his circumstances were the same as mine. The only difference was a weapon. His was a knife. Mine was a gun. Right. But all the circumstances were exactly the same. So what he did was, being that he beat his... Even though he was charged with the homicide, he was released because it's justified, right? Mm-hmm. Which is that... Like self-defense. Yeah, but everybody will tell you there's no self-defense law in California. There's not. It's called justifiable homicide. Right. <clears throat> so he was able to get released on his murder based on that. Told his lawyer about my circumstances and the dude just happened to pop up, come see me on his own. What's the key factor in the circumstances? You're outnumbered? For me? For for in the, the, in the my, circumstances in case, that are the same, it was that there was more of them than you. Yeah, and and the thing was that the the peop, the victim is like the aggressor initiating, moving right. forward, doing it. Right, like, right. Dude just handled his business, you know. Right. They both had a weapon. Right. They both went at it. You know what I mean? But right. The if thing it wasn't was him, his victim left and came back. So. When you do something like that, it's like, hey, you brought those actions upon yourself. Right. But for him, all his witnesses were against him because it was at his lady's family party. Oh. Gang member. Right. So forth. It's easier for 50 people to paint the picture of one person sure. as, a, as a negative 
the individual, you know. So, so counselor- in the end, though, he was able to prove that, you know, it was a self-defense. So he explained my circumstances. His lawyer came, talked to me, and, you know, he he, he did a good job. I, I got uh, six people on my jury found me not guilty of all charges. So then it was a hung jury. Yes, the first one was a hung jury. And uh, my second one, I declared a mistrial. And second got trial? It yeah. What was the mistrial? Why was there a mistrial? The mistrial was because my victims, uh, you know, they made this all a gang uh, case or whatever. Yeah. Obviously, my victims are saying they're not gang related. They weren't gang members. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They don't hang around with them, whatever. Yeah, right? church going folks. So for whatever reason, you know, I'm able to find a some uh, 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 background uh, info on them where they're on cow gangs, which is any gang member in California that's on cow gangs is deemed active. So they lied under oath. They lied under oath. That's a mistrial. You know, and and the person, you know, testifying against me is the gang coordinator. Right. How do you not know your main witnesses are gang members? Right. You know, and one of them was under an alias. I was able to do my own homework and pull up his real name how did you do the homework what the fuck are you like matlock or what (laughs) you know like you you can find anything on anybody you know that i know that it's just it it became for me yeah i'm gonna go to those extremes you know because it's fire with fire now yeah you know what i mean so when i was able i let him get on the stand let him tell their story right let him swear under oath yeah here you go what about this you know, so they called a, a, a recess, asked me, what do I want to do? I said, I want to uh, uh, declare a mistrial, and they granted it. Nice. So then, you know, I got to go. But they still refile on you. You're still going to go through it all over but did, again. But were, were the DAs, like, by now, were you guys on a first-name basis? I mean, like, did they, or were they tired of your shit? Like, were they upset with you? Like, how was, what was the DA's attitude like uh, by now? The first D, I had two DAs. The yeah. First, the first DA... That I had, um, you know, he was a gang prosecutor, so they weren't too happy with the outcome in the beginning. You know, <laughs> Tough like, titty. Yeah, so the second the second time, um, the same thing. He was already, I'm pretty sure they were upset that, that I was able to uh, impeach both mm-hmm. victims. You know what I mean? My third trial, I, it didn't really matter what uh, these guys are saying because you're either going to, come up with a new story and i'm gonna impeach you for our you know lying saying your last story yeah or you're gonna tell us your last story and we already know that's a lie because right. i already impeached you on that or you're gonna tell the truth yeah or, right. you, or you are and when they did they were just like nah you're just saying that because you're scared mm-hmm. right you know so uh, i shouldn't even had to go through all that though this whole incident was on video camera in front of a 7-eleven where was you the know? video Got lost. Who who had possession of it? The homicide, you know, not me. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that a bitch? But, but a bitch. what Ain't kind of homicide detective loses a murder on tape? Exactly. You know, right? That is, but that's when I knew, like, shit. I watch these cold yeah, case files. These motherfucking. This motherfucker by myself, like I know what I, they're, they're doing. Like, now. You know what? I know I what they're know, doing. That's such a bullshit because <laughs> I watch these FBI fucking forensic shit. Sometimes these cold cases, they have they have shit for twenty five years. They there. haven't lost they haven't it. Even looked at it yet. With the tape that exonerates you, we don't know where it's at. Oh, yeah, uh, and that's yeah. like, bro, that would have been. 
I would have caught wind of that. That might have been a big blow to me. Right. I would have started perceiving that as like, is this just mean the universe is just going to let me just. You know what I've seen? Yeah, <laughs> man. Like, uh, uh, that's that what happen? I'm saying. That's why I felt like it's just me against the universe right now. Now they're, now I'm really being put to the test. Right. You know what I mean? Right. It's like, but this is being jumped time, in I'm life. I'm still knowing to like in my, in my heart, in my mind, I'm knowing like, but you put yourself here. Right. You know, which is why I couldn't have. I couldn't give myself that moment to really think too, too much about my position. You right, know? like you, had, you I had, had to stay focused on trying to get out of there. Right, and at the same time, you're in this hostile environment. Feeling, riots, stabbing. Yeah, you do. Where, 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 where were you to, being held at? In the county. Area. You gotta right. remember, man. Now, now, like on 9500, or no, they don't even have that. Already. That's old. That's old. What was? Yeah. Where were you? I bounced around all over that motherfucker. You, How you long were you bouncing around, around for? Uh, three from 2005 to I left like to the end of 2008. I think. Ah. So what you got to remember, man, is this: is like everything he's going through. If you're just going through that on the street on bail, right, is a whole different story, bro. Right, you're having to keep your head on this shit. And then you've got political shit. You've got life or death. You got riots. You right. got you got all this shit that as soon as you walk Cops out of that courtroom, going at it with the sheriffs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you're you got you're you're fighting two battles. Right. You're fighting five battles. Right. You know? With with no good night's sleep. You know no way, bro. Right. And they and they part sleep. of the process <laughs> is they want you in that environment. To the sooner you tap out, the sooner you just take the deal. Right. And you get on upstate, you know, but they want you in that. And that's part of this, the psychology of this shit, bro. Right. You know, right. they want it fucked up for you while you're fighting for your life. Right. So that you'll give up. Right. Especially when you're in trial, you're talking about, you know, a trial, eight, 10, 12 days, some are weeks, right? Yeah. You ain't getting sleep. Right. You're getting woke up at three in the morning to be in court, you know, by eight o'clock in the morning but you ain't getting back in bed until one o'clock at night yeah because they're taking you cuffed up in a bus yeah that's how they're doing you bro they're wearing every you the day fuck you're down, doing bro. that yeah. you're getting 35 maybe a nod whatever you might sleep on the bus you're gonna sleep in wherever you're not out at you know but if you ain't strong enough to do that and you ain't on drugs mm -hmm. you know because Plenty of people can be on drugs and stay up for months at a time. Yeah, yeah we've, we've, we've encountered that, right, <laughs> yeah, Steve? Yeah, you know some people can handle that. Sure. When you have some help, yeah. right. it's okay, but it's different when you're going through that. On the natural. Exhaust, you know, like it, it's taking a toll on you, and they're watching you every day walking up and down that hallway. Right. They know you're in trial. They right. know you start to see certain deputies, they know, and they're, they're, they're looking, waiting for you to break. You know, and they then, see it. And they then know if, what you're going through already, you know? And then if you've got all that tension going on, and some of the people that are, are testifying or their witnesses are, are in the game, have you were you ever in close proximity to any of those dudes while you were in trial? In my last trial, my last trial, uh, one of the victims, dudes testifying, he, at that point, he was already, like, hiding he took off out of state or something, you know. He didn't want to. He didn't want to testify no more. So they found him, arrested him. I'm not knowing. And uh, on one one of my court dates, uh, while I'm waiting to get put on the bus, you know, from the county to be transferred to the the courthouse, 
um, I get put to the side. The, the the bus driver's cuffing everybody up, asks me to, like, go ahead and stand to the side, you know. So I'm like, all right, I'm waiting, thinking he's going to cuff me up by myself. They'll put put chains on us, cuff us up by ourselves sometimes, stick us in a cage or whatever. And um, he ends up bringing someone else in and uh, uh, asks him to stand next to me so he can cuff him up to me. Ends up being one of the victims that's testifying against me. What? How you crazy know? is that? And that's not random. Mm-hmm. Look I don't at that. fuck what anybody says. You know, right, right, right. <laughs> like, right. That's not random. Bitch. That's not by chance. You know? I accidentally, <laughs> I accidentally put the witness that's testifying with the defendant. Look at that. That they're, they're trying to chain trigger to the witness, <laughs> to the judge, yeah, to the. Prosecutor. How does that happen? Yeah. How did that happen? Yeah. Oops. They just it's uh, kind of the uh, same way that they lost the footage from the fucking yeah. liquor store. It's right? exactly you know, the, the same thing. Way. Is like, like, you know, uh, uh, had I not been wise enough to know what was going on, right? You know, imagine what what happened to him. You know, like, yeah. Imagine if all I had to do was just say, like, hey, this guy right here, this is what he is, this is what he's doing right now, or whatever, right. you know. And uh, uh, they don't think about doing that. Like they don't understand when they do something like that. Like I mean, I'm pretty sure they understand. They but it do. It just goes to show you that they don't fucking care. They right? don't. They don't give a fuck. Like they don't. You know what I mean? Because to them, they're killing two birds with one stone. Not only that, you know but you mean? made them look like shitheads because you beat them out of two cases. You so they're like, "Fuck it, we're it, gonna trip it, this that guy." That was up hard somehow. to do. That was hard to do. You know, like right. I had you know, there's individuals right there that were eight. Fucking tea, fucking do it myself. Fool, don't even trip. You know, <laughs> 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 you know like, I mean, it's not for gay. You're around nothing. Everybody's fighting a fucking murder right there. And you know, you know so what? There, there's people that are like, hey, I'll take all my fucking aggression out on this dude right now. Just say the word. Like, nah, nah. Like, Listen, I bad, also you know, know <laughs> I also know that they put people in there to help you out with things, but those guys are really gonna tell the DA what yeah, you wanted yeah, to do, do and catch too. you up on yeah, that. Exactly, hey, I'll take so him out. T, would, is that yeah, what you want? Yeah, exactly. Here, could so. you talk into my Caller, yeah, tell me, real, is that what you here, want? Here, that's what you want me to do, right? Right. Yeah, 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 so, yeah. so, so, I, I didn't buy so Japan, you've forgotten about yeah, Japan. Japan's, Japan's done. Yeah. Oh, you'll start thinking about Japan yeah. a little that, bit later that, down the that, road. That's after, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what happened on the third trial? The third trial, they finally decided because there was no other, you know, like the 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 story wasn't changing for the prosecution, you know. So being that things were looking to go my way again they started talking numbers with me so i ended up taking a 16 year deal right for a manslaughter but why would you even take a deal well the reason why i took the deal is because in in a trial you know your jurors cannot know your background your history they know your background they know your history but they can't know to the extent that um, like say you have strikes, felonies, how your sentencing is going to affect you, you know, if they decide to give you the max term, the midterm, like they don't really know how that's going to affect you. They just know. They don't want uh, that interfering with their process yeah, of decision like, making. Oh, well, if they know he's looking at a lot of time, they may not convict him. Right. Or vice versa, you know, so they don't know about like for me, that GTA, that strike that was being held over me. Right. That that's going to double all of my sentencing uh, guidelines, you know. So the DA planned to uh, charge me with the manslaughter and ask for the involuntary manslaughter, which is a lesser charge. Sure. And his his uh, uh, purpose was that he already seen 
twice that the jurors were siding with me. So right. he felt that they would have agreed with him and charged, went ahead with convicting me with the lesser charge. Mm-hmm. But the lesser charge would have still been, you know, 50 plus years for me. They would be thinking that they're doing you a favor. Yeah, like, okay, he'll do a couple years and go home, which I would have. Right. I would only done six years. I already had three in. I basically would have had time served. Yeah, right, but right. that would have been but, only but they don't, if, you, if I didn't. They don't know he's a, a double striker, yeah, prison prior, that. all yeah. that. Right. So I wasn't gonna take. You know, this is a chess game here. Right. So I'm thinking, okay, if he's gonna do that, they are gonna do this because I'm seeing the same thing he's seeing that they're believing me over my victims. Right. So I'm. I gotta look at it like if I was in their shoes, I probably would be like, eh, he's already admitting what he did. Mm-hmm. Let's give him the least charge possible. Right. So that was my way of thinking you know so i just decided to try and work a deal where my plan was to at least be home within 10 years you know and i came up with six we got a 16 year agreement which i should have been home in like 12 you know 11 11 and some change or whatever right i ended up doing almost 15 out of the 16 did um as the as the negotiations were going on did like the did your lawyer or anybody help you like figure out like how to handle this or at that point my lawyer now was a state appointed but what i did was my second trial and my third trial didn't give him any uh uh like i pretty much didn't let him do anything Without, right, by then you yeah, had a lot Because of I know what I'm talking about now, and I already been through it with my lawyer, and I told him, look, we're not changing nothing. What worked for me the first time is going to work for me the second time, and it's going to work again for the third time, so we ain't changing shit. Right. You know, because he wanted to go with a whole, and I then now, what are we going to do that for? Now you're trying to change my story. Mm-hmm. I'm not. That's not what I'm trying to do. If it ain't I'm broke, sticking, don't try to yeah, fix it. Yeah, I'm yeah. sticking to my story. Yeah. Period, you know? Uh, uh, um, it's my word against theirs now, because this video got lost for right. whatever reason you know so how hard were you negotiating and try to get the number down from 16 uh for pie i think like right before lunch we took a break all my family thought like it was just a lunch break they didn't realize i was in there actually negotiating you know and part for like an hour and some change almost an hour and a half i was uh negotiating we were kind of arguing over a few years at that point the judge asked everybody to leave and asked if i could uh, what's it called when you do like a sidebar or when you just have like a one-on-one with the judge or whatever. Yeah. We went bar. off the record. Basically, yeah, went off know, the record to have a conversation. Conference. She, she started, you know, she? talking to me. Yeah, it was a female. It was, was, a she, female. was she hot? Oh, yeah, she was hot. A hot judge? <laughs> hot yeah, judge looking hot. out for you. Too, yeah, yeah, she, she was looking that. out for Trigger. Yeah. Good thing. Good thing she was because she what did she say? me, you know. <laughs> what did she say? Uh, she was just she just painted that picture to me like what you what I just explained mm. to you guys as far as you know this is what's going to end up happening this you know I know the possibilities already I think her just you know uh, talking to me and 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 allowing me to visualize what can go wrong made me kind of make you know it did persuade me to you know what you're right we're bickering over a year or two you know like it it. It could be a lot worse, you know. What Hot I mean? judge, so, huh? Was she wearing glasses or what was? She took them off. She took off her glasses. I let her hair down. Yeah. Was she with dark hair, blonde hair? Blonde. Oh, mm-hmm. all right, okay. Yeah, nice. yeah? I mean, because yeah. it's kind of hard. I mean, she must have had a beautiful face. Because well, the judge's robe, you can't see what's doing underneath. Or did she show you? No. Oh, not yet. 
Oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, okay, so anyway, so the judge judge says, look, uh, Nick, you're arguing over a couple of years. We got to get you in there. And let's, let's, this is the reality of the be situation. Smart. Yeah, be smart. So I took, I took 16. I ended up taking 16 years, you know. So then what happens? Once you take the deal... Oh, then Did they put you on the Grey Goose yeah, or the bus transfer. or whatever the fuck yeah, that I is? Yeah, I think I was I was I was out of there within uh, I think like two weeks. Wow, like ten days quick. quick. Got me out of there. Shot me right back to where I left. Where right? Lancaster? Yep. At that time when we left, Lancaster changed. When I went back, it was now a reception center. It was no longer like a general population. It was reception for. You know, Alley County, basically. So mm-hmm. I ended up right back in the same prison that I paroled from. Right. You know, from finishing a term to now I'm back in that. What did you think when you saw the same old shit? Were you like, ah. man, hey. it was, it was, uh, you know, honestly, I felt like I never left. Mm-hmm. I felt like I never left. Wow. Because that's how fast them, <laughs> even the years that I was out, Plus the years in the county was just a blink of an eye, you know, like, just, like I felt like I never left the place. Like I was just waking up the next day in normal program, you know. So how long were you at the reception center? I got stuck there uh, 14, 15 months. I should have I should have been out of there, you know, normally within what, three, three to four months. They had you CTQ that long? No, like a whole or no, they put I, you on the arm program. I, I I picked up a stabbing right there and got stuck in the back fighting. Uh, attempt murder on a, on an inmate. Damn! So, Did they add that to your time? Well, I beat it. So self be, defense. Be, yeah, yeah, we'll say that. But um, <laughs> <laughs> because I, if the DA doesn't pick it up, yeah. then you've got to deal with the prison. Yeah, you still you still di- like board. the the uh, a lot of people understand like you can. There's things you do in prison that, you know, they're crimes, whatever. But mm-hmm. the DA may be like, we don't got time for that shit. Right. right. You know what I mean? And the only, your punishment then is, you know, like, lucky you saying you go do a shoe, whatever, you go right. in a hole, right. whatever. Right. But you don't get actual charge. Right. You still get time added to your sentence, though. But you don't, that's not be done through, like, the court process. Right, like, right. Where there is times, though, where if the DA feels like, okay, you got everything on video you got the weapon where right. then they're gonna charge you yeah but they're dealing charge. with trigger they already know but about him no weapon <laughs> they already know there ain't it gonna be no easy conviction <laughs> I went to, me I a went, week later <laughs> i went to i went to the hole i went to Kroger. i went to the hole and prior to the hole i was being held in king's county on a stabbing case and was being told by this by the fucking co's oh they're gonna pick up this kids they're gonna pick up this kids so i'm now thinking and the CO's fucking, he's like, you fucked up, Luciano. You're going to strike out right here, right now. So I thought, because if the county picks it up, it didn't matter if it was attempted. It didn't matter if it was assault with that. That's the third strike. I sweated for, for almost four months in there. God the DA damn. kick out. All right. And then I got to pick up shoot again. But he, that could have easily been it for him again. Right. If things would have been fucked up. Um, And then, so... In a general way, like when uh, Mr. and Mrs. Earbud, some of these folks, they all they know is what they see on TV, right? So when somebody which picks, much. which somebody picks up a stabbing or whatever it is, usually they're thinking like, oh, you know, it's a, a soldering iron that was taped together, and will we, like was it something <laughs> like that? Uh, I don't know. They didn't find a weapon. 
I didn't know you I could. Know. I didn't hey, know you could. I don't even know who got stabbed. I right. Beat it right. I didn't That's what I'm shit. saying in you a general <laughs> way. Um, razors are coming in there, though. You know, yeah, like, right, right. Razors. Uh, I mean, this shit. If you've been doing time long enough, you want a weapon, you're going to make a weapon in a matter of seconds or yeah. hours. If you have more time, hey, you know, I feel sorry for the more advanced it's going to be. Because if you get if I if I know I have time to make a weapon uh, and you know like it shits hitting the fan, we make we, a good one. A weapon's gonna get used. It's gonna get used. It's gonna be proper. So. It's, let me let me ask you it. <laughs> let me ask you it this way. Um, so sometimes I've seen like right like they'll point to like somebody will say like yeah we took um, a toothbrush. Yeah, is that true? <laughs> nah, ain't nobody. <laughs> <laughs> I wish he would come at me with a toothbrush. <laughs> at least I'll know I, I don't got to be scared, you know? Like, you know, like, like, oh, you hey, got oh, Come on, come on. Let's get your beat up. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, go ahead. Please give him yeah, a toothbrush when they come get to get beat me. Up with a toothbrush. <laughs> I want to get beat up. Run out there with a toothbrush. <laughs> I didn't get beat up, but I ain't got no cavities. Uh, you, know, you can make, there's plastic pieces, though. You Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Give me a couple shampoo bottles and you can make a plastic piece that's going to put somebody down you yep. know like shampoo it'll bar. break yeah it'll break like a head and shoulders yeah. Yeah, or like, like a perk plastic. Yeah. Perk? yeah you can that, melt that type that of plastic down. you can melt yeah, yeah. you mm. could make it you know you know fiberglass sure you know no, that makes sense. Chunk piece of fiberglass right you can do that with plastic you just have to have the time but you could make believe me you can make a piece that will put somebody down Man. with a piece of plastic let me ask you let me ask you both this in a in a in a general way what's the weirdest thing that somebody's been stabbed with that you're aware of or heard of is there anything that you're like yeah that was weird that's weird i didn't know somebody could make a knife out of a cookie and if i can kill is there anything that you think like ah, that 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 that's a weird weapon but it worked uh I, I mean, in there, any weapon is weird because why? How do you have a weapon? Yeah. Yeah. What what weapon is not weird if you have a weapon in prison? Okay, I'll tell you one. I mean, <laughs> razor's not weird. Razor, I'm like, okay, that's a weapon inside, outside. You could kill yeah. somebody. But like, have you ever been like, and we knew this guy, and his name was we called him Columbo, <laughs> and he he braided up a bunch of like shoelaces until it was like four feet thick, and then he hit somebody in the back of the head with it, and it fucking knocked him out and killed him. Did anything like that? I could. The only thing I would say is maybe just the the what's what's uh, uh, um an eye opener is the sizes. What does that mean? Like, yeah. there's fucking bone crushing. Yeah. Like, there's pieces that... You're like, what is that doing in a prison? <laughs> yeah, whoever did that, like, or if it's going to get used, used on someone, like, yeah. oh, this guy fucked yeah, up. Like, you know, like, it's, it's, I don't you even want to like, be on the yard. Die yeah, I don't even want to be on the yard yeah. with this. You know, like, uh, yeah. it, it, it's not about, like, oh, that's weird. It's about, like, what the fuck? You could, Damn, that guy's gonna get guy, you know. Like, or, or you see, you know, pieces after like paperwork. Like, right. Oh, look, I use this. Like, what the fuck? Use that? Use that on it? You know, like, oh, you know people who've done them and they got their paperwork. You know, show you. You know, look, here's the weapon I use. And you're, I'm, you're seeing things that'll go through somebody. Right. Yeah. You know. Yeah, right. You, you know what? It was interesting. One thing I saw that wasn't. I mean, I've seen lots of. I remember my first time in the county jail, these dudes are in the back. I'm getting walking into the back. I'm like, 
18 years old, and these dudes are like kicking and they're tearing apart this bunk. Dumping and I'm like, what the? What are they doing? He's like jumping off the top of the bunk, trying to bust you. And they're like, oh, they're just tearing the bunk apart. They're going to make a bunch of blades out of all that. I didn't know what they were doing, right? But, but what I was going to say was, fucking, I remember one time when I was at. It was in Susanville. I seen this Puerto Rican cat from 18th Street, Rico. And he comes out of the cell and he's like, yeah. And he's like, and he's like tapping this thing on his hand. He's got like a club, right? Like yeah. a thing that's the size of a club. And yeah. I'm like, let me see that thing. And he had taken a newspaper. Or you roll them. And roll and roll. And then got another newspaper and roll. Until, bro, I'm telling you that like this thing was like club. a bar, a, st- a steel bar. Yeah. Like, if you hit somebody, you peel their cap off with the thing. Yeah. It was like that fat around. What paper? Uh, you roll it so tight that it's and like. Roll it, roll red it, and roll it. Yeah. Dude, it was like a steel fucking billy club. You bro. know what that is? That's dude? why they don't like us to have like a lot of newspaper, Mm-mm. paper bag stuff like that. That's crazy. I was, in, I was sitting there in amazement the first time yeah. I ever saw it. I was like, dude, yeah. I hit the thing. Like a dent in the table. I was like, dude, this is straight up going to yeah. take somebody out. Paper. He was all smiling, oh, all yeah. happy about it. Paper and oatmeal. <laughs> Yeah, dude, that's the it. Will Wet harden it. up like like glue. Holy shit! It's like paper. You know what, man? You know what that is? That's taking paper that used to be a tree and turning it back into, into a, a tree. A tree. Yeah, that's exactly what it's it like. Is. A little dodger bat. That is it was like a dodger bat, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that's what, what it was. was man. Like one of those. Damn. You're actually better off with that than yeah. a blade, dog. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> God damn. Anyway. Oatmeal and paper. Yeah. Look out. Necessity is the mother of yeah. invention. That's it. That's it. So. So, okay, so you're at the Welcome Center or whatever they call that <laughs> for like a, a little over a year. And then where did they send you? I ended up going to Kern Valley. Kern Valley. Kern Valley, yeah. Uh, Delano. It's up in, uh, it's right there by Bakersfield. You know what, man? I've been reading uh, about Kern Valley and they say the water's polluted up there. Yeah, they have a, a, a that whole, all those prisons right there in that area are, uh, there's a lot of people getting, um, what's that? Uh, cough or they get or whatever from Legionnaire's disease. No, um, what's it called? Avenal, all those little areas. Oh, a lot um, of people um, get they're getting flu uh, or de- desert uh, kennel cough. I don't know. It has to do with because they dig the dirt up so right. Much, it's blowing the around. Chemicals get out and you get you. It's almost like a type of pneumonia. Right. Uh, this is not desert fever or something like that. Valley fever. Valley, Valley fever. Valley fever. A lot, yeah. a lot of people get that, you know, and yeah. that shit kills you. Kill yeah, you. people have died. Yeah. I remember, and I, I was in Avenal, and people were getting that shit, yeah. for, and they said it was coming from the chicken ranch. Yeah, no, nah, it's, it's dude. Just that, you don't want to be farm area. Yeah, you don't want to be breathing dirt, that shit. That's, that's, what it that's is. where they. That's how coronavirus got yeah. into the fucking. It's from these farms. Yep. Some. So you end up going to Kern. But I end up in Kern Valley, on a one eighty. You know, and, and uh, that's that's where where you know, like now I'm actually on general population, or whatever. So right. I get a little bit. I'm thinking like, all right, get some uh, some some program now. You know, get to move around. I'm kicked out. You know, the hole from Lancaster. So I get to Kern Valley, and the the second day there, someone gets murdered, and that's like a nine month lockdown. You know, what so happens when they lock you down when somebody else gets like they lock down the whole facility, right? Mm-hmm. And so, what does that mean? You got to stay in your cell, or how does that work? Yeah, yeah, you're just it's, it's 
like you're in the hall. Go in that restroom and lock yourself in there for nine months. Right. Or bring your food to you. (laughs) Right. (laughs) For nine months. Yeah. Nine months. The only time you're coming out is in the shower. shower. We'll escort you in your boxers and some shower shoes. Other than that, linked up. Everything else is coming to you, your food, Mm -hmm. whatever. So, and how big's the cell you're in for the lockdown? Probably about as big as your restroom. (laughs) So that's like six by six, six by eight ish. Yeah. You know, not that big. Not that big. And then, did you have the 180s a, are a little bit bigger, actually. They, there's a little bit more room, but all right. And then, uh, so for nine months, and you're in there with another dude. Yeah, actually, I ended up picking up uh, one of my little homies from from my neighborhood. We picked him up in Tehachapi when I left Lancaster. You stop at different prisons, pick, and he just got kicked out the shoe, stabbed somebody. Right. So I was like, all right, I need this guy on the team, you know? Yeah. He's with the business and pulled him in my cell when we landed oh, in Kern So you Valley. didn't have so any crazy cool. selling. Yeah, got me a good little homie. He's a writer. You yeah. Know? Let me see your paperwork. Here's mine. We're good to go, you know? Oh, man, that sounds, <laughs> that sounds, because, dude, who, I can't remember. It might have been Diablo. He got put up with somebody he, who was like the big dude who was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Remember that? Yeah, it happens. Yeah. You yeah. might end up yeah. with a fucking J-Cat or so. Right. right. What's you a J-Cat? Roll him up. Crazy. Crazy. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're crazy fool. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. So anyway, at least you got a little fucking, all right, that's cool. And you guys can talk about shit. And then yeah. and at that time, for so nine months, do, there's no television in the cell or could you have it? I got a TV. Yeah. We, we, I mean, being that I was... You know, just got there. There, I didn't have nothing. So, uh, uh, you know, the homies that are there, they're gonna look out for you and give you what you need. So, so you had a TV. We ended it, yeah. But so, I like, mean, you could have a TV. In sure, there. and if you have a TV in there, it's not cable, right? It's an antenna. The cable is off of the prison. The prison has cable themselves, or they may have like a dish or whatever. So, whatever channels. It's like when you go to a motel. Yeah. Right. Like you, whatever like channels they yeah, have, that's you what you got. get to watch. You yeah. know what I mean? So what did they, they hook you it could, up for you? You? Could, you could fish your channels digitally too and get, you know, you may or may not get certain channels, but but they have like a um, their own channel. You'll get the basics. You don't get cable, nothing like that, you know, mm-hmm. but you get the basic channels and a movie channel where the, movie pri- the channel? prison puts up movies for the inmates, you know, Every, every I, what kind of movies do they show prisoners? Uh, I've seen like I've seen, Annie. Like no, what I've are they? Seen good movies. Yeah. Yeah. What are they I've fucking seen, showing you, I've man? Seen, like Wolf of Wall Street and like they're gonna movies. show that. Yeah, they'll, they'll show you like yeah. uh, they'll they show you show movies. You, yeah. Redemption. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't right. show that. I, but, if I was but a one, I'd be like, yeah, no, would, they'll show you PG versions. But every now and then they slide in a rated R version. Yeah, when I saw what was it called, Hangover. Right. Oh. You know, they didn't cut all the cussing out. You right. Know? So it was cool, you know, like but but yeah, I mean you get you get to watch TV. You, you may not have a TV. There's okay. times where you're in the old you may not have right. a TV. Then sure. you're gonna read. Sure. You know, you're gonna sure. you're gonna read, you're gonna What's let me ask you a question. All right. Now I know you're an intellectual and you know Steve's an intellectual but fuck all that. What you had plenty of time to watch some TV, mm-hmm. right? Did you have like a guilty pleasure? Like, was there a show that you were like, I don't like to admit this, but I really like Knott's Landing. 
Right. Oh man, I had to watch Ellen all the time. You oh, watched Ellen? Yeah. <laughs> that's Dude, have it, you been yeah. reading? That's what <laughs> kept you up the. Uh, that's what that's kept up the speed, hey, bro. That's it. Yeah. yeah. That yeah, they let you. do And by the way, can't not watch Ellen and not feel good at the yeah. end of the show. You know what's fucked up about that is I've been reading. Have you been reading the reports on Ellen lately? Mm-mm. Turns out she's a bitch, according <laughs> according to a but bunch who's of not. Yeah, no, I mean, I shit. Mean, look at what happened with Donald Trump. You guys thought he was cool. He was an asshole. You thought he was cool. I never thought Donald Trump was cool. You got a haircut like that, you you're definitely an asshole. <laughs> but what's crazy is Ellen. She her whole show's like she's really nice. Mm-hmm. My sister loves Ellen because she's like my oh she's so nice. I just hope I could be that nice. Right. And then like in the last two weeks, some guy uh, to raise money for. Charity, he said, listen, it's it's a known secret. This is allegedly. So if you try to sue me, Ellen, you can't sue me because it's allegedly. I don't know you personally. I'm just repeating what I heard. All right. And the dude put it up. He said, he said, uh, raising money for charity, it's a known, it's a it's a known secret that Ellen is a bitch behind the scenes, like one of the worst you've ever met. Mm-hmm. And if anyone's got any stories, please put them up here. And for every story, I'll donate some money to feed the homeless or whatever the fuck it was. Right. Stories just poured in, bro. Of, of her like, you know, almost getting waitresses fired because she brought the wrong fish to the table and she's got a nose problem. She doesn't like stinky breath, so she makes everyone chew gum. They have, before they can come in, you're not allowed to look at her on the set, oh, all this man. stuff. So anyway, it's interesting. Yeah. But Ellen, all right, okay. Well, let me ask you I'm something. I'm Team Ellen. I don't know about all that. <laughs> all right, yeah, yeah. He goes stick. He goes stick. It worked for me. Yeah. <laughs> stick the script. Uh, what were, what were, talk to me about some of the literature that found its way into your hands that resonated with you, bro. The books that, I'm talking about things that really made an impression upon you. And um, what were some of the books that really helped you get through some things or opened you up to some things? Uh, one of them was, uh, it's called Meditations, and uh, Meditations is writings by Marcus Aurelius, the last good emperor of Rome. Mm. So Medi- he was a Stoic. A lot, uh, and that that right there was, um, it, you had you had to be Stoic, you know. So that was a book I picked up before my last trial. Mm. And there were some things in there that, that you know, I don't want to say inspired me, but they made me feel comfortable enough to make, you know, the decisions that I had to make moving forward. You know, sure. like nobody wants to leave their kids for 16 years. But I knew that that was a choice that I was going to have to make in order to have this moment right here. You know, mm-hmm. so, you know, some of the family was like, oh, why did you take that time? Why did you? But, you know, you. You can't let all of that noise affect your decisions, you know, like you have to remain stoic mm-hmm. and not let their hurt and their pain and so forth push you one way or the other because me being through the system as many times as it has, I know what the outcome could be. They right. don't. You right. know? So being that I know they don't understand that, I can't let their pain, you know, affect my decisions. Mm-hmm. Right. That was a book, though, that has got a lot of good stuff in there. Um, Meditations, by the way, by Marcus Aurelius, who was the last good emperor of Rome. Mm-hmm. Um, They're his personal writings. His personal writings. His personal experiences. And also... It's I'm going to get one, it right when I leave here. It's one of the books that's in uh, the library of the Harvard Classics. 
So if you go to Harvard and you're going to do the Harvard Classics, that's one of the books that you have to read. And I believe Marcus Aurelius is the emperor. If you remember Gladiator, Gladiator, huh? the right? nephew was he the nephew? No, he the, was the dad. The he dad, was the last yeah. good one, and then his shithead son, played by Joaquin Phoenix, mm-hmm. kills him. Yeah. And then, yeah, and so it's known that there's a, like a set of good emperors, right? You start with Augustus, and then you kind of, and by the time you get to Marcus Aurelius, that's the end of the reasonable guys that are wise, and then after Mm -hmm. that, it starts getting crazy and all this other shit. That's interesting, man. Mm -hmm. How did you come across that book? Um, A friend, uh, a buddy of mine, uh, one of my old cellies had it. Mm. He said uh, his lawyer handed it to him, and he wasn't too, um, like I've always been interested in philosophy and other sure. people's you know their frame of thought and st- stuff so he was like oh you you probably like this shit i don't read this shit you know mm-hmm. <laughs> so i shoot it you know and i started reading it and it was a book that i continued to read mm-hmm. you know it's not it's not a big book no you know but there's enough in there it's a lot for you to if you if you're paying attention to the messages and stuff then you know it helped me it did it sure did, you know mm-hmm. i've read it Mm-hmm. It's a great. <clears throat> all of the people that study wisdom, that's one of the books yeah. that they read. The Four is, Agreements. The I'm Four not Agreements a, was a, another one that that. I mean, just those four things to me was like, th- those are good, uh, good ideals, you know, to to stand by, or, you know. So I mean, I the ideas. Too. I read the Four Agreements, and the ideas are good. But I'm definitely one of the guys. It's like. Eh, I mean, who doesn't know that? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, who the fuck doesn't know? Reminders. Four agreements. Why don't like you come over here? I'll give you four hey, slaps hey, in the face. Hey, hey, hey. hey. you're talking about the books that he read. I know. I'm <laughs> just saying. Listen, <laughs> I read the same books he read. Yeah, We're having a conversation. Is. This is, is a literary yeah. critique right now. It's the yeah. book club. It's the fucking Trigger <laughs> Book Club right now. <laughs> Trigger Book Club? Trigger yeah. Book Club. Let's see, what else? What else do you read? I mean, I read everything else that, you know, Art of War, I read. Right. Homer, I read. Right. You know, the Odyssey, Iliad. Is there a, bu- is there a I've, book? I've read a lot of, um, I used to like to read a lot on the Greeks and stuff. Yeah. Different cultures, uh, Secrets of the Samurai. Like, there's yeah. a lot of books that I would read just to be able to, you know, grab knowledge from. Reference. Yeah, that's why these lawyers, he had them running in circles. They didn't know what was happening because this motherfucker was reading all the old <laughs> yeah. books. Yeah. I grabbed the Black Law Dictionary. Yeah. I studied the fuck out of that. You know what I mean? And but I'll tell you what, as much as I've read all those books that you just mentioned, and I, I also have this like other part of me that likes to read a bunch of trash too, right? Yeah. So I probably read everything that Stephen King's written, yeah. right? I've read it all. Peasant, I've, re- I've read. I'm sure a- Trigger was reading some Louis Lamars in there too. Yeah, I've read a couple. Hey, Louis Lamars, great. <laughs> yeah, I read a couple, but on this term, this term, honestly, like I did not read one novel because I made a conscious to. D- decision that if i was going to read anything it was going to have to be educational nice so right. everything i read was if it was like maybe like a autobiography or something like that sure. i would sure. read it you know yeah. but uh, like as far as like stephen king's all those right. like, i want none of that right, right. Want none of pure that. non-fiction you want knowledge yeah everything you know and uh i started to get into buddhism a lot oh you know what I mean? so uh did you read any dt suzuki Tinnatan. Um, I've read I've read a lot uh, a lot of different the Tibetan Book of yeah, Living and Dying, uh, um, Four Foundations of Mindfulness. I've read that Diamond Sutra. Yes, um, 
the path to enlightenment nice you know, i read a lot i read tons of them i i left like 50 books back with the fellas you know like sure i started meditating a lot like i still do you know what i mean i, I meditate every morning whatever how long do you I like there. so what what's the longest you've ever meditated i've sat for like three and a half hours god damn you beat me i was drenched were you, you? Beat me. Drenched, yeah you know, but I've been in the nippies too, so I'm, I'm yeah. I'm accustomed to that, you know. So I sweat. I, I can I can take that intense. Were you getting to go to? You got to go to sweat lodge on your last term. Uh, yeah, yeah. I went. I Dope. remember I used to go with uh, uh Spanky. Right. I used to go in right. there a lot, so I'm used to it. Like that heat. Like yeah. I don't know. I just I love it. So wait a second. <laughs> so so so. It sounds to me a lot of times when we talk to dudes who did it, who who are down for a, a minute, usually they they don't they kind of have like maybe a turning point somewhere in that stretch where they come to grips with responsibility or whatever. But it kind of sounds like triggers already there. Now he he, he kind of it sounds more like he's like there's not really much I can do at this point about the fact that I'm going to do a certain amount of time. I'm going to educate myself. I'm going to at least try to make this time worth something, right? You have to have a plan. Was there anything that, that instead of a turning point, at what point during that stretch did you have like a true awakening to a deeper level of, of understanding or did you? Understanding of what though? Anything, awareness. I mean, let me ask because you this. That ha- that's something that happens damn near every day. What on, do you mean? On different subjects and right. stuff. You know what, what was I mean? the mo- like, biggest mind blower for you? Uh, doing time or? During the time that you were doing time, what was something that you were like, wow, I, you know what? I knew a lot and I seen a lot and I, I understood a lot, but that actually really blew my mind. Probably. It would have to be somebody being dead for over 30 minutes and nobody even batting an eye at it. Damn! Including, you know, COs, staff, taking them 35 minutes to know that there's a body laid out right there, you know? Like, so what, what did you take away from that? What, did, what, 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 what insights did you take like, from that? It, it's just the cold reality that, that you, it doesn't matter where you're at, you ain't safe. You know, a lot of people think like, oh, you go to prison, you got three hots, you know, you get three, hot, you get your <laughs> meals, you get it like, nah, man, your kid might be in there for, you know, a, a bounce check. Right. And a week before the pad could end up dead. Right. And you think your kid is safe because there's cops and they got, you know, a gunner up there and all that, you know, and like, you're not safe, you know, Just same way as... Nobody out here is truly 100% safe. You ain't safe in there either, you know? Right. <clears throat> and having that understanding is what's going to keep you alive. You know what I mean? Right. But it's, you know, that was a moment where you can just be like, man, the fucking system failed. How the fuck is somebody laid out dead for 35 fucking minutes? Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? And the, and mm. the cool thing is that is not new. Right. This right. has been going on for hundreds of years. Right. You know what I mean? Thousands, and, and probably yeah, and for as long as people have been alive. Yeah, and when you start to think that, then it's just like that's what, like you said, is eye opener. That becomes something that makes you, you know, start to have a bigger understanding of, of you know, 
not just society but even all these little subcultures that you know people need to be careful because it seems now like social media we're building more and more factions amongst each other right you know what i mean we're starting to have all these types of different labels and shit which is just making shit worse and worse you know what i mean hey yeah. that's interesting see tell me about because as i spoke we communicated and i was in proper communication with you um for an extended amount of time over the last five six years six, seven, solid eight, yeah straight. six seven years uh i could i would i could constantly reach out to you on instagram mm-hmm. and you know maybe i was lost on what i was doing mm-hmm. but as i would turn back to that social engagement i could find you mm-hmm. or catch a message from you okay. how were you able to how 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 are you able to keep your account going because I, I got to watch you you documented a huge portion of the last six seven years of your incarceration you yeah. shared it with the people that followed you and i certainly did how were you able to how were you able to keep that whole thing going man for that long well i mean it's not it's not something that it was i was able to just keep going continuously it was something that i had to strive for myself and you know, I mean, obviously, it. I'm not supposed to be having, you know, a phone mm-hmm. or being able to do the things I'm doing in there. But, um, you know, I wanted, I wanted to make sure that if I'm gonna come out here tell this story, hey, I got the proof. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I got, you know, you, you and I both know. You know, you ain't got paperwork. Whatever you fucking saying don't mean shit. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. I got, I got paperwork right here now. Right, you know what I mean? right. I got proof of, of what where I've been and what I've done. You know, so uh, um, I made a decision to continuously, you know, keep that avenue open for people out here. Even mm-hmm. though I know I'm not supposed, to, you know, and I, I a lot of I caught a lot of extra time for it. You know, like how much extra you, time do you think you caught? I probably for got like a year and a half in fucking time just you know just what? getting caught on phones alone <laughs> i got looking at friends who complain about their cell phone bill mm-hmm. like are you willing to put up a year and a half of your life away to fucking <laughs> cell phone ticket this fucking thing is three g's yeah. 2500 yeah i went through about 20 of these motherfuckers uh, you man know I mean? so <laughs> do and the just, math you know right. <laughs> and just to clear it up for people how to how to how to how generally does do cell phones get into a, a prison where you're not even supposed to have them. Oh, I mean, no it, one's hiding them in their ass or anything, are they? <laughs> Not that I'm aware of. Uh, <laughs> you can put that thing in your ass. You got problems. <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a bigger issue than right. the phone. Yeah, there, you could do that. Hold mine. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> you have a money maker right yeah, there. Right, right, exactly. for that shit. Yeah. <laughs> it cost me three G's. You know. Right. <laughs> so, uh, so what? They just like some guards allow some I shit mean, to there, get there, in. You'll figure it out. It's just like anywhere else. You know, there's always somebody doing. Yeah, if you're working at fucking Costco's right now, there's somebody selling fucking napkins out the back door. You know right. what I mean? Like, hey, wait a second. You know how I want to ask a question. I want to, <laughs> and I was thinking about this. So let's say you get the phone in to the cell. Does it come with a charger? 
Sometimes I've had them. I had Bluetooth. I had chargers. You know. And then if it starts to get low, is there an outlet in your cell that you can charge? Well, of course. That's where you get. Yeah, you put your TV in it. TV, your hot pot, your fan. I was thinking about it, and I'm like, yeah, but then couldn't you? If you were crazy, you have radios. You have all sorts of shit that you plug into the wall, so you have an outlet in your. You have an outlet, of course. I feel like that. That like you could like then then I'm thinking because I've been reading about the hillside stranglers, right? One of the things they like to do was. They would take the wire, right? They would take a wire. They would take off the plastic yeah. safety coating, take the two wires, wrap them around somebody, and then plug it yeah, in. Plug it in. And just shock, shock the, the shit, shit out of them. Out of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, That's I how feel I would like- light my joints. <laughs> That's how we would, yeah, because you wouldn't have lighters. You pop it. You pop the socket. Pop the socket. You can make a light. Shit. Put right, two lids in there. I'm yeah. like, yeah. a piece of tissue paper. How you yeah. gonna fucking charge a cell phone? <laughs> okay, so then you do. You got an outlet. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you for clearing that up. Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right, so um, so then you're on Instagram with the fucking phone being like, yep, this is what it's like, or what? Uh, not necessarily that. Just I just wanted to be able to... Uh, um, I have enough followers, you know, to where when I get out, at least there's some people that would know, you know, where I was coming from and stuff. And, you know, my my main my main goal was to be able to show everybody out here where, you know, unauthorized ink comes from and what what you know, what we stand for. And uh, um, and it's nothing negative, you know, like we're just trying to show everybody that regardless where we come from you know and what what we've been through we're trying to turn everything into a positive you know we're trying to because yeah, uh, i'm, I'm now, you know i'm on trigger joe's listen I, what's the ig trigger joe seven four trigger at trigger joe seven four yeah 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 so i'm like looking at it right and i'm looking at one of these videos and i see wait a second now, do you is. recognize that, dude? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's my celly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's doing his chores. Yeah. He's doing his chores. Yeah. Doing the chores. So yeah, I got a guy. It. He's like, he's like a metal toilet. He's like wringing out a towel or something into the toilet. That's first thing in the morning. Get your ass up and clean your pad. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and then the door, dude. Because like you think about like. At least I do. There is no door. You notice that it's just yeah. just holes in the door. Yeah, that's what I was saying. It's like a it's like a it's like a mesh almost yeah. instead yeah, of like there's bars. Big old grid. It's noise. Yeah. It's just noise constantly. Yeah. Know, so. And then the, in the floor, it's it, it doesn't have like a nice satio tile. It's like <laughs> cement. <laughs> cement, bro. Yeah, and then and then it looks like your celly is just mopping the floor with the towel. With essentially, the towel. Yeah. I see it. How do you take a Everything's shit? How do you take a hand. shit? How do you, do you just when you have to take it, like, cause like that's super close. Yeah. When yeah. you take a shit, does the other guy like just know to like look the other way? And the other like, guy better put up a fucking curtain. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. See, so have a little privacy you for both of you. Put your curtain up. Do your thing or whatever. Right. You know? <laughs> and then and then, and then if you drop a bomb in there, there's no there's no. Oh, yeah. You do they give you for You can't breeze? hide it. You can't hide it. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, and but what's uh, interesting about. When you watch, when you watch his videos and his documentation, and and listen, there's a lot of people now with cell phones in there, they're promoting all sorts of fucking. I don't know, man. There's just a lot of, a lot of people in there, man. I don't even know if they should have any phones. But one thing about Joe's is that you could click on every single video. Yeah. You can click on every single thing in there, yeah. and all you're gonna get is a very neutral. Hey, this is a peek at my life. Right. Not who I am, where I'm from, what I'm. Just, hey, this is me 
This is what I'm doing day to day. What about that one? Giants, what about, baby. What about that? I'm a Giants fan. What about that? <laughs> you know what I'm getting? It's yeah. of, when you look at it, it's. I, I myself would get inspired by looking at his page. Because it's a guy that was no matter what was going on, he was showing you that he was making progress each day. He was expressing himself each day. He was doing something each day. Each day was something Gotta that he productive. was pr- moving mean he forward wasn't, through life. He wasn't in a quarantine lockdown crying about how he can't get down to the barbershop? No, yeah. it was like each time you're, you're like, damn, this hey, dude's doing this in there. Right. Right. Look at was, this. Look at that picture. That's is that you? That's me. Hey, dude, studying. There's a, a great one in there with a fucking professor trigger. He's got glasses on. He's like, obviously, he's been reading fucking uh, uh, meditations by Marcus yeah. Aurelius. He's about to give a lecture. Um, uh, yeah, man. Yeah, so I re- highly recommend it, it, going to because all right, enough. Everybody needs to go check them out. But, but listen, we joke around about the stuff because everybody likes to hear prison stories and all this other stuff. But probably, I would say eighty three percent of all of his Instagram is his artwork and his tattoos, mm-hmm. right? And this artwork and his tattoos, uh, they're super clean. Super detailed, super well thought out. Like I got a lot of friends that call themselves artists, but like mm-hmm. when you look at their shit, like they got cool dudes, right? Like they'll draw a figure, mm-hmm. but like somehow they're always hiding the hands. Like you get, like you, you can't know what they can't draw. Yeah, exactly. They, don't draw it. <laughs> they can't draw the hand. There's always some guy like yeah. standing I've from been behind. through that stage though. Did you? you? Know? Did but you, you got to tackle all that. How you know? do you like, tackle drawing? Something? I just started focusing on drawing hands, eyes, lips. You know, like I used to take in the in the magazines the the makeup ads where there's a close up of an eye or yeah. a, a lipstick ad with the lips, and I would just draw that, and and then through studying, you know, I started studying. Uh, human anatomy so you start to understand how the body bends and stuff like that you know and all of that helps you know you, you what, have to do the homework you have to do the homework all right know? so i'm gonna ask you then as an artist what to you is the most beautiful part of the human body for me yeah i'm an ass man no, I don't mean from that. <laughs> You're no, asking no, no. me what's the most. Right. I'm an ass man. Listen, I'm an ass and a tip no, man, and what, I even what, like no, the vagina. Okay, yeah. I'll even give you that. It's no. crazy as me, it can look sometimes. Eye. Okay, for me, see, it's the eye. It's the eye. It's the eye. Steve, it's... what do you think? I mean, aside from being a guy, like we all know, pussy ass tits are great. <laughs> but but beyond all that, even if it was you were talking about a guy, mm-hmm. okay, and we're talking strictly art. Yeah. What, Steve, to you is the most, Trick says it's the eye. You, what do you think is the most beautiful part of the human body? The most beautiful part. Put the mic by your fucking, yeah. The most beautiful part. Like, what are you fascinated? Oh, a male or woman? Both, or woman. both, just human. Like, we're not talking about sex necessarily. Unless it truly is, like, you know, the vagina. And you're like, I've never seen anything so beautiful. <laughs> I don't know. I think either maybe, um... I would go with I would go with the eyes too. I would go with the eyes. I'm gonna tell you something. Now I love eyes, and I love lips. I look at a lot of people's lips, and I'm like, man, that's some fucked up lips. Or I'm like, dude, that person has zero upper lip. How can they have such a full bottom lip and then no upper lip? Nothing on top. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, like like God fucking cut the thing wrong or something. But the thing that I'm fascinated the most by, and I don't know, maybe this means I'm fucking gay or something. I have no idea. Is forearms. Men and women forearms. I look mm. at the meat part right here all the time, and I think about it, 
and I think about the shape of it, and I'm like, that's eh, it's beautiful to me. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, then I'll tell you what, you now that you've made me think about it, I like a woman's neck, like by her, like right below her ear, like in the erogenous zone, like yeah. a woman's neck, like the way her neck is, like... I can get lost in a woman's neck. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, so could so could the hillside strangler. Like the yeah. jaw to your neck. They <laughs> <laughs> got lost in some necks, <laughs> and then we see something just out of the neck. <laughs> uh, what do you? Uh, all right, now that we're talking about this, as but I will o- say this though: what you what you tapped on is I can tell. Yeah, and I've said this before, even like cartoon, who's a great great artist. Yeah. If you look at cartoon, when I first started, like if you look at Supermax, yeah, and you look at the artwork at Supermax, and this is in '92, yeah. his hands, yeah, you can see the evolution of his hands. Twenty five years later, right, and then he would tell me, "Hands are the hardest thing yeah, to draw," yeah. right? Yeah. So I always ju- now my eyes automatically go to artists that can draw hands, and you know that it's like, you know. Um, like we talked about Da Vinci and people that yeah. could draw these just magnificent hands or sculpt these hands like Michelangelo. Yeah. And like when you look at that, you know from the way they can do a hand, yeah. they pretty much got everything else nailed on the body yeah. if they can do the yeah. hand. And yeah. that's how I kind of judge sometimes artists. I'm looking at how they're, the, where they've come to with their hands because right. that's kind of like an idea of are they broad? Have they really engaged all of if, it? You know? if, usually if it doesn't have... Uh, uh, indication of lines and you could pretty much tell like that person knows what he's doing because when you draw hands uh, most people will draw the hand like line it all up and there's really no lines because you want human anatomy to look soft like there's no right. hard line or whatever, right you know? so it's all light if you hard line it then it looks like an illustration it right. doesn't look three dimensional right you know what I mean so you do have to master being able to make your art where like if there's specific lines that are there they're just there because it's a value change not because it's a specific line okay so for all the meatheads that are listening what trigger is saying is is that the line doesn't come from you outlining the thing the line comes because of the light or color change versus the background and it's Mm -hmm. that juxtaposition that creates the the line and so you can tell if someone's sophisticated in their renderings if they are paying attention to that where the tone changes right just like this room you know you can look at all four walls we'll say they're white but one looks darker than the other based on the lighting right you know but uh, old Blue Eyes, um, giving you some time to uh, get your fucking software together. What part of the human anatomy is beautiful to you? Uh, I like like a, a woman's calf. You know how yeah. it like a like a uh-huh. like a small ankle. I don't know something about that yeah. legs. Yeah, I can't deal with a fat ankle. No, fat no, ankle, like fuck the, me up. No calves. And you like the forearm. You guys are <laughs> yeah. kind the of forearm similar. forearm is just yeah. like a, big, a bigger ankle. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> I, I mean, maybe, maybe I don't know what right. that is. You guys are like limbs. You guys are limb guys. We're no? cannibal guys. Yeah. Like, maybe maybe that's some part of my Indian cannibalism where I'm like, yeah, yeah well. You're sizing it up. Yeah, I'm like, listen, if we if I have to eat this woman, yeah. I'm going to look at I got to bite that yeah. forearm right there. I don't want no stringy shit. Don't bring yeah. that over here. All right, so. So, um, so Trigger, now uh, what's what's happening for what's you? What's happening now yeah. since you've been out? You've been out how long now? Uh, a little bit over a month. A little bit over a month. A little bit over what? a month. Yeah. 
Man, this guy's talking like he's been out for a couple of years. You yeah, should... I know, bro. He's. Uh... What was the first thing you ate when you got out? What were you looking forward to eating? What'd you uh, eat? In and out. Yeah. yeah. What did you get? Like a double double? What did he get? Double double, huh? Animal style? All that shit, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and so that's, you were just asking your son, right? Yeah. Okay. What was it like for you, uh, Trigger Jr.? What, what was it like for you? What was it like for you to, uh, to have your dad come out? It was cool. It was cool. It was cool. He's a tough guy, huh? You see that? Yeah. Like, hey, man, what you mean, man? Yeah. Him and his girl are as red as a tomato right now. He's yeah. Camera on. I'm sorry. Yeah. Asking hey, Trigger Junior. <laughs> did you cry when he came out? Nah, yeah, I'm a no. tough guy, right? Yeah. Did you visit him when he was in there? Yeah. yeah, and and, uh, and so like, um, did you get your girlfriend because you're like, yeah, my dad's fucking triggered. I'm a tough ass motherfucker. <laughs> it's all it's all gravy where I'm from. It's all gravy in the navy. You know what I'm saying? How long you been dating? Uh, what's your wh who's your girlfriend? Bricia. Oh, okay. How long have you guys been going out? Holy wow. shit! Commitment. Three years. <laughs> Are you guys walking down hey, that? that's two years, y'all, longer than any relationship yeah, is at. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> are you guys, wa are yeah. you guys walking down the, down the path? Look at, he's looking at me like, no don't ask me that shit. <laughs> Come on, she's sitting right here. Breezia, is, he, is, is Trigger Jr. a sensitive guy, or what's his, what's his best trait? And keep it PG, don't be saying anything crazy. What's his best trait? What, what do you like about Trigger Jr.? Look at him, he's getting all nervous. So Trigger Jr. can see the good in everything. He's positive. He can adapt easily. Hey, Steve, I wonder where Trigger Jr. picked up. Yeah, where did he get the ability to, to adapt no. to a circumstance and have it work for him? Mm -hmm. mm, that's great. Well, that's excellent. I could, I mean, as a father, could you imagine better praise than that? You no, know, because that tells me that, you know, the, the, all that time that I was sacrificing you know, having this device right here, yeah. there's times that I've been able to have conversations with him for him to have those types of qualities, you know? Like right. I still was able to be in contact with my son and yeah. my daughter, you know? So I, I utilized that as much as I could to be able to, I'm, I mean, you know, give him uh, uh, the guidance and the, the conversations that I didn't have with my father, you know? Like, I used to tell him a lot, like, look... I'm gone. I understand. I'm not there for you. Like, I understand that. But I'm not, you know, gone in the sense like where I can't talk with my father. Right. You know? Gone so in a different. We still have that ability to speak to one another. And that's what I've always tried not to lose with them, you know. Because you know what it's like to lose a father forever. Yeah, forever. Yeah. yeah. I know what that's like, you know. What's, uh, what's going on right now for, for Trigger? Where you at right now? Um, shoot, I was blessed to come home to uh, you know touch down with Big Tiny and and the unauthorized Inc. family. Uh, they just opened up a, a flagship store, a UI Cycle Realm store. Mm -hmm. um, level four is our tattoo shop. 
um, that's where I'm out of. That's where I'll be working at. You're of. doing tattoos? Yes. Yep. yes. Yep. So, nice. He's now, doing tattoos. Now, he's doing art I'm direction. Doing he's doing a lot of things. I'm doing uh, any logos, illustrations, you know. Um, the purpose of, you know, the account, my my Instagram account was so that people could see my artwork as well. Right. You know, I don't, I got no problem designing, you know, logos and uh, fonts, lettering, whatever, whatever I can, you know, however I can uh, uh, capitalize off of, off of my talent, you know, like, that's, that's what I'm doing now. How do people oh, get oh, a hold oh, of yeah, you? Yeah, like, can you give us... Can you give us, um, like, the IG address and maybe a physical address for Una Inc.? Yeah, uh, uh, unauthorizedinc.com is yeah. the website. Mm -hmm. At Level 4 is the shop. Yeah. Uh, um, at Trigger, J-O-7-4. Yeah. Uh, that's my Instagram, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, guys, but are you, whoever's listening right now, you need to go check out my man. Go check out his artwork, follow him, inquire. You need some artwork, illustrations, logoing. Whatever it might be. Or a smack in the head to yeah. set you straight because you're yeah. after the thumb. Because this guy read, hey, Trigger Jr., you read Meditations? Man, you better get him on that. You better get him on that. There's just, yeah, absolutely. This guy is an inspiration, man. Absolutely. I love this guy already. If you're not following him by the end of this show, you need to unfollow me. Oh, get off the lucky shit if you ain't following Trigger. What's, what is Trigs, what's, what is, what's Trig? Where is Triggs going, bro? Uh, where are you going, man? I'm trying to go around the world now. Hey, are I'm you going to, to Japan? Travel. Hopefully, I'm trying to travel. You know, first chance I get that I'm able to discharge. You know, I'm gonna be hitting, uh, hitting Europe, Japan, all these spots that Tiny's hitting. You know, yeah. Big Tiny's my boy, man. It's, that's my brother. Just like big like, shout out know, to so. Big Tiny. Big uh, um, shout out. I invited he's him on, on the thing. Me too. He's just like, hey, as soon as you get your passport, we're gone. You know, so that's that's what I'm looking for. So I want to give up too, I wanna, man. I want to say, now, you know, yeah. I want to say, man. I want to give big shout out to Big Tiny right now on the yeah. show, man, big because this man, where I may have fell fell short in some times. Uh, in my keeping up communication, but we always had a communication, but you know, tiny stayed, um, extremely consistent. Yeah. He stood by Triggs. Yeah. He kept every promise yeah. and every plan from the beginning with this guy. And you know, when you go through 15 years incarceration, there's a lot of people that fall off. Yeah. You know, yeah. a lot, bro. They fall off in the first couple years. Sometimes. Right. Yeah. But tiny kept it going with him man they kept this thing unauthorized ink to, to live and well man and uh this gentleman got out and now he's managing the flagship store and he's nice partnering with him and right. and carrying this through and it's like it just makes me want to support him that much more yeah he held up his end of the bargain and triggs held up his end of the bargain right Yep. And uh, it's it's a special story, man. These are special Beautiful people we're story. talking about yeah, here, man. And only you only get this on the Hard Luck Show, man. Only. These are real stories from real people, yep. right? You know, right? Triggs, uh, you got. I think we're gonna get ready to sign off. Do you have any yeah. uh, anything that we missed? Anything that you feel like you need to mention on here? Do we uh, need to bring up your nephew or anything? Uh, yep, my nephew right here shooting. <clears throat> um, what he's, he's been he's been documenting me. We got him. Nice. I try and get him. You know, big Neff. What's your uh, Instagram ID? It's at Draven dot T S. D R A V E N dot T S. Got that? Draven dot T S. 
There you go. D-R-A-V-E-N.T-S. Support these guys. Yeah. You follow all yeah. of them. Yeah. Support them. Yeah. You know, unauthorized ink, level four. Mm. You know? Mm. Check mm. this out. As soon as this quarantine's up, mm. doors are open. Come walk in. Get all the ink you need. Mm. Yep. You know, you need some mentoring, whatever. I'm here. Whatever it is. You know, I'm, as I'm, I, I'm ready. As I build, I will be incorporating Trigger Joe and Tiny into mm. any platforms that I'm building. So if you missed anything, you need to get them. Get at me. I'll put you in direct contact with them. Mm. Um, Triggs. I mean, I think I speak for me and Chumah, man. Like and old blue eyes. The, and old blue eyes. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes, I'm definitely speaking for old blue eyes. Jesus eyes. Christ! You'll, you'll get the you'll get to meet him in yeah. person. Yeah, that's good. But, okay, just, day, but he's the greatest. Me and, me and blue eyes are gonna analyze both you guys. Do yeah. it! Come on! You know what? By the way, Steve, I want to throw something out there. If we do another father son show, I think we should do Trig and Trig Jr. Absolutely, one thousand percent. And bring like Breeziana or whatever. Breezy. We should call Breezy. Little Breezy. Hey. Dude, thank you. Thank you for sharing your story, man. Thank you for being an inspiration in my life. Thank you for being a true camarada, uh, somebody I care about and love, support, bro. Let's do this, bro. Let's do this, man. And um, thank you for always leading by example, man. You know, Um, love you a lot, man. Beautiful to see you here with your family. Doing well. Um, Just you made my fucking, you made my year, man, just right now. And, uh, Look at yeah, and you're gonna hear from Trigger Joe again. We'll definitely be having him back on the show. Father Check son, bro. Yeah. Father son. I would follow. love that. Follow. 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 Hey, so you're at, you're gonna hear about me. I'm gonna be in your city. Listen. I'm going all over. Listen, let me tell you, you need driver's le- lessons, you need driver's lessons, yeah, Trigger Joe, yeah. school of driving. Listen, <laughs> school. Yeah. this is what I, I want to say. I even got started about the motorcycles. Oh, now we got, now he's got to come. be a motorcycle yeah, show. Part three, part three, Trigger Joe Moto. What's up? Hey, so um, what I want to say is I always love when we bring in a guy that, that's an artist mm-hmm. and has an artist perspective and has some things to say about technique mm-hmm. uh, and then also somebody who um, when when he's gone through the adversity has really I mean you know normally we say like oh that's really good but in this case uh, uh, Trig was very proactive and very direct and intentional in making sure that the time that he was away uh, worked for him instead of him working for it 100%. Right? And it shows because he's a family guy. He's got his family here just for this show. Yeah. And we've seen that. We talked to him a ton. We just got done talking to a guy that he did a lot of time and he, he got out and woo, that was a wake up call. And then he was just violating parole like crazy after that. It's crazy. Yeah. All right. And it's a good show. You should listen. Brian Stevens. Nine <laughs> Lives of Brian Stevens. Fucking hilarious. <laughs> um, but I want to plug, right? Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to do the plugs now. Go hey, ahead. Oh, blue eyes. Open eye. Get ready because I'm going to throw it to you eventually. <laughs> <laughs> wake up. Hey. Get off the <laughs> couch. No, Sit up straight. No. Water on your face. <laughs> now it's gonna be like, oh, okay, so it's a funny story about yeah. old blue eyes, huh? All right, listen, listen. Blue eyes can kick it off. Okay, old blue eyes. Uh, is there anything you want to say? Plug? Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, custom audio production <laughs> or audio editing. Yeah, hit me up. Info at hardluckshow.com or Sean at hardluckshow.com. There you there. go. Excellent. Woo! Excellent. Night and day, Fantastic. right? No, it was amazing. Shot out of a cannon. Uh, all right. Come on, you're up. I, yeah, I want to say, listen, if you're fucked up, if you need help, legal or otherwise, Ovando Bowen, law offices of Chumahan, the guy that's talking to you, I love to argue. You hear it on the show. I'll fucking, you want to win? 
you go with the Indian. So uh, OvandoBowen.com, find me, and uh, I'll do everything I can to help you out, and I won't bullshit charge you. Uh, yeah. What do you got, Steve? I got uh, Supermax Hardware at yeah. Supermax Hardware. We've got Enzo's Pizzeria. All right? And then also a big shout-out to uh, – 310 310 raised yes those guys they looked out for us with some gear thank you thank you um and uh and you wrote for your rolling papers vibes at vibes papers right um right and at cookies they give a big shout out to burner soul assassins estevan oreo watch saint la originals saint james sense saint james sense (laughs) i dude i've got forget those guys i've got a fucking drawer full of fucking great you know what trigger i'm gonna hook you up you're gonna be smelling like a rose as you walk out of here i got more i got more cologne listen that's what i need um and follow at Trigger Joe seventy four. Trigger J O seven four. And a big shout out to the L A Times for providing all those newspapers that we rolled up real tight and made yeah. fucking yeah. shanks out of. <laughs> Soul right. Assassins, DJ Mugs, right. Big Lepke, Oh, Estevan Orion, and Mr. Cartoon, you guys, family. Oh, yeah. and 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 big shout out to Big Lepke because we're going to be putting together an audio show that involves the history of Big Lepke. Yeah. Right. We got so listen oh, for the, a lot of guys, but we kick it off with Big Lepke. That's right. right. He's the number one. Um, we got uh, we got fucking Hillside Strangler show coming, coming up. up. Yep. We got fucking Zapatista show coming yeah. up. Yep. We got fucking we got what else? Night Stalker show coming up. We got Night Stalker show. Richard Ramirez. Richard Ramirez. Yeah. Yep. And, and the crazy that. part is, is that the uh, Third Strike Law, the, the Romero. The we're Romero talking act. about the, the Romero yeah, Act. Romero third act. Strike Law. Yeah. Got me. We're doing the Corcoran Prison <laughs> and in de- we're in depth look at the Corcoran Corcoran Shoe Prison. The whole case, that federal case yep. they filed filed against them. We're going to go deep on Corker. Right. We're going to do a couple of in-depth shows on some Indian shit. Uh, yes. Right? Like, yes, absolutely. Right. Indian History ingenuity. Inge- Indian ingenuity. Here's a quick one for you. Here's a quick one for you. I'll tell you something the Indians used to do. One of the ways the Indians used to hunt, ducks. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ducks. They would go to a lake, right, where the ducks were at. They, you know how ducks are. They yeah. like to eat the little weird shit and and the Indians would get like a giant gourd, like a like a squash that they could cut it in half. It'd be hollowed out in the middle, and they'd lay it in the in the in the lake for like a month till the ducks got used to it. Then they would go underneath, and they could breathe inside the gourd, and the ducks yeah. were already used to the gourd. And they would drift the gourd, swim underneath, and then they could see the ducks' feet in the water, mm-hmm. and they would just pluck them under the water like they were just Pull grabbing right food. Down. That's it. That's how they would. <laughs> that's that's smart. Yeah. Well, if you're sitting outside all fucking it. And then we're going to do... Uh, they would go underneath. Yeah, that's it. Kind of like the Mexicans at the border. Yeah! <laughs> and then the other thing is... is yeah, uh, go over, go right, underneath. Go under. Right. And we got to... Uh, uh, we, I think we got to do uh, an entire show on old Blue Eyes experience um, at Vanasapa. Blue Eye, where did where did you go for the meditation where the lady farted? Uh, 29, <laughs> 29 palms. Right, but what was it? Vipassana? Yeah, he couldn't, oh, he couldn't speak can't say for a, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you we're going to have a meditation show. Yeah, a silent right, retreat. Right. And, and a big shout out. Thanks for Mike coming down. DJ Mike, Big, big Pick Mike. Mike Photography. Mike Angelo Photography. Yeah. Mike Angelo Photography. And Maria. And Maria Soto, uh, she's a gift. Uh, she just kicked it in the remember, back. Remember, she, hey, if you haven't listened to Maria's episode, listen Check to Maria's Check out Maria. Episode, right? She was like nearly crying when I was playing the music from Coco. Yeah. Right, Maria? You like that Coco? 
We are out of here. We're signing off. Have a good day, everybody, from the Hard Luck Show. Adios.